a hallowed record broken. Aaron Judge is king, or is he? Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. It finally happened. What we as sports fans have been waiting for for weeks and weeks and weeks. Aaron Judge hits 62. By the sports fans that were waiting for it, I mean that it might be the minority of sports fans. I am seeing some pretzel twisting unlike I have seen before to have Aaron Judge hitting 62 feel significant, be conveyed as significant, does it matter? Does it really matter? Why were we cutting in Aaron Judge at bats over the last couple of weeks? Why exactly have we in sports made the executive decision that Aaron Judge getting to 62 is a thing? And I think it's worthy of a deep dive. Ken Levick alive here on a Wednesday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app. And on your smart speaker, and a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach. Phillips Point Towers right off of the sunshiny and still comfortable intracoastal. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. He is Radio Life Partner. He is running this catastrophe until 2 o'clock, and we are empty in our third seat once again here on this Wednesday. Uh, Before we get going on Aaron Judge, what is going on around here at ESPN West Palm? Where are your headphones? Uh, They got jacked. How is this possible? We just had Dave MacGyver Druda, our operations director, come in here. We've got a bunch of TVs in the ESPN West Palm studios. And uh, there was a TV that had a a Roku remote that was Velcroed to it. It's gone. It's gone. Nowhere to be found. Can't (laughs) find it. Just taken off the TV and gone. Your headphones are gone. What is going on around here? Somebody's not getting paid enough. Somebody are, needed a Roku are, remote are to take it sure? to their crib. Somebody needed headphones. Are you sure that you didn't you didn't take it home? I'm, take your heads your headsets home. I'm positive that I did not take them All home. Right, here's and, what I'm gonna do, and I can go find them probably in a matter of a minute. No, or two. here's what we're gonna do. What what I'm gonna do right now? I'm gonna do this for you because this is. I mean, it's really rude to be quite honest. I'm gonna call into the studio line right now, okay? And I am gonna go look for them. In the office. So just pick up the phone, and you and I will communicate through the phone, okay? So I'll be right back. You'll be able to hear me in a second. Just pick up the phone, and then we'll talk, okay? There we go. All right, you got me? I got you loud and clear. All right, perfect. All right, so I'm going to go look for these these headsets. Now, they're they're like grayish black, right? Yeah, they are. You can tell which ones they are. They got my name on them. All right, so let's see here. Because this is unacceptable. Because you deserve better, and someone's jacking your headphones. They're clearly not station headphones, because all of our headphones look the same. I'm going to look into the Porte studio, okay? Yeah, I love that. 7.60 a.m. here. Let's see. There's a few extra bodies in there. Maybe one of them needed headphones. Yeah. I tell you what, I think, what kind of headphones are they? They are, I believe, 
Stereo. Are they like an Audio Technica? Yeah, they're Scarlets. Okay. I don't know. I'm seeing some new headsets in the Deporte studio. I don't see anything out here in the office. All right. I, I think Deportes right now might be, they might be the suspects. And I, I've got to say, like, I love them, but that is really, really, really uh, irresponsible of them if that's the case. So we had, uh, we, we, we had the... <laughs> are you kidding me? You have them right now? We, we, you we, idiot. We, we had, you know, the entire Aaron Judd segment lined up and all this, all that ready to go. And I said, uh, you know, we have a teammate in here with us right now, Ryan. I said, hey, Ryan, can you check that drawer for me? Which I did not put them in that drawer. Oh, but my God. It appears in So it's wait, a, <laughs> wait, hold on. So I just opened this show, okay, and I'm trying to do something for you because I believe that you have had your headphones taken. Somebody is using them without your permission, and you mean to tell me oh, you better. left them out. Somebody took the initiative to put them in a drawer because <laughs> all you do is leave them out, and you failed to check that drawer because someone actually was responsible enough to put them in a safe place, and you allowed that to go on, and while that's happening, then you realize, oh, maybe it's in the drawer. Is that what just happened? Oh, you fat. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Come actually. on, dude. Like, like, step by step, that's what happened. Somebody did take the initiative to be a good teammate, good co-worker, put them in the drawer for me, and... Uh, so now you make me look like a jackass, <laughs> because I was about to take the entire office to task on behalf of you, and now... I look like a complete jerkwad. Does it help if I uh, said I appreciate you? I kind of, but not a ton. Well, I appreciate you. If you <sighs> found them in a cubicle and somebody was wearing them on a Zoom meeting, what would you have done? I would have taken them off their damn head. Mm -hmm. But now it doesn't matter because now I, anytime you're missing your headphones, I'm just going to assume that you left them out and someone put them in a safe place for you. That's exactly what You happened. were willing to throw someone under the bus when in reality someone had your back. No hesitation. <laughs> God, Jesus, man. No hesitation. And I would have filed a complaint, and I would have tried to get them in trouble. Yeah, you would have gone right to HR. Mm -hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, you know what? That's that's why we get uh, get along uh, so well together, because I would have done the same thing. All right. Uh, let's hear WFAN last night. John Sterling on the call. Aaron Judge sitting on home run number 61. Globe Life Park, Arlington, Texas. Aaron Judge swinging to the one one. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run. The most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. And the American League has been alive for 120 years. This is Judgment Day. Case closed. So, John Sterling, by the way, killer call. John Sterling is the king. He is the GOAT. There's a reason. That was excellent. That captured the moment. He rules. I couldn't say uh, more great things about the all-time legend John Sterling, that John Sterling calling 62 on WFAN. And if I may say so myself, he absolutely damn nailed it because he always nails it. It was beautifully done. He's awesome. He's just the best. But 
There were a couple of parts in that call where John Sterling is emphasizing the American League home run king. The American League home run king. Wait, when did that become a thing? When were we eagerly anticipating the new American League home run champion? Do we in the NBA, do we sit and wait for a new Western Conference scoring king? Wow. Or an Eastern Conference scoring king? Uh, no. The all-time AFC touchdown passing leader. What? We don't do that in any other sport. Why are we doing that for baseball? And what it feels like we're doing is there aren't enough people who have jumped on board with Aaron Judge being the clean home run king in a single season. So what we're going to do is we're going to try to mold and craft and personalize the record or 62 to our liking because we want it to be significant. We want it to be the best. We want it to be the benchmark. It feels better, at least for now, until we're informed otherwise it feels clean. But the fact of the matter is, he's still 12 away from the all-time single-season home run record. On its face, Barry Bonds, 73, has the record. Aaron Judge, 62, American League single-season home run Mm -hmm. king. And I just ask... All of the cut-ins to Aaron Judge at bats that angered so many sports fans when ESPN's carrying college football or uh, the decisions to cut in or not cut in during the NFL and the constant missing of plays and here's Aaron Judge and all the discussion and all the chatter. There was a lot of build-up to this, a lot of discussion. We spent a good portion of our show a week ago just berating the kid who caught number 60 because he was just going to give it back to Aaron Judge. But all of this, all of this discussion, all of the airtime, right now first take is on one of our televisions that don't have a Roku remote attached to it because that was taken. Check that drawer. Um, They're talking about Aaron Judge right now. All of the attention we've given this, does it actually matter? Is this actually a hallowed number? Did Aaron Judge actually accomplish something? And I've been asking myself that over and over and over again over the last week, but especially after last night when Aaron Judge hits number 62 in Arlington. Is it cool because Aaron Judge is a Herculean figure? And does him being a Yankee come into play? Probably. But in the grand scheme of things, 10, 15, 20 years from now, How are we going to look back on Aaron Judge hitting 62? Is it going to matter? And I'm not quite sure. I don't, I, it doesn't strike me unless you are completely surrounded by Northeast sports talk and media that Aaron Judge's 62 actually has really any sort of meaning to it. And I might be fighting a battle here that could get vociferous. I could be pushed back on this because this is a heavy pro-Yankees area. And make no mistake, what Aaron Judge has done is sensational. 62 home runs in a season in this era of dominant pitchers is incredible. He has 19 more home runs than the nearest home run hitter this season in baseball. 
That's significant. But when we start doing things like declaring him the American League home run champion, aren't we sort of conceding that, yeah, this isn't really a record? It's exactly what we're doing. And I, like you, was really surprised at the backlash that nobody really gave him his flowers. It was a tweet, even by Jeff Passan, somebody who obviously covers Major League Baseball in a way that he's one of the faces. And he tweeted, Aaron Judge's 62 home runs is a remarkable achievement. Barry Bonds, 73 home runs, is the record. There's nothing else to discuss. Yeah. It was like they had these tweets in the drafts. John Sterling had it loaded up. You know, the AL home run king. And, and I was caught off guard by it all. I was like, wow, I thought we were really going to give this guy... And I think there's going to be a documentary sooner or later called The Clean Home Run King. Like, that's where this is going to end up going well, sooner or later. But I, like you, was surprised at all the backlash that nobody gave him the title or him his flowers. Well, I think what's going to start happening, and I don't know if you recall, like six weeks ago, Stone, I broached the idea of doing a show where we discussed whether or not Aaron Judge should be considered the single-season home run champ if he gets... To 62, right? Oh, yeah. Six weeks ago, because I knew this was going to happen. And sure enough, here we are. I'm going to read you something from Tom Verducci, one of the most authoritative baseball names uh, in, in the sport, Sports Illustrated. He wrote the following last night. Bonds is the official home run champion. Judge is the authentic champion. One has the official designation. The other is unofficial but has the prestige of authenticity. Which would you rather have? I got to be honest, that is pretentious as hell. It is. I don't hate it, though. So Aaron Judge is the authentic home run champion until we find out he's been shooting stuff into his arm. (laughs) Come on. These guys pissed in a cup after every single game. Right. So I suppose my question is, Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant to you? To you, the sports fan, the baseball fan. Maybe you're hardcore. Maybe you're passive. Maybe you're just uh, a casual. But is Aaron Judge's 62 significant to you and why? Is Aaron Judge's 62nd home run significant to you and why? For me, Aaron Judge's 62 is only significant Because ESPN and the national networks have been giving it so much attention in the lead-up. On its face, it feels significant to me. But when I give it thought, I am not going to sit there and praise the American League home run king. And what I'm also not going to do... In an era that was dominated by steroids, that baseball has just tried to sweep out the door, is ignore that there was an era full of steroids, and the greatest steroidy steroid hitter of them all, in a league filled with steroidy steroidy players, hit 73 in a season. I'm sorry, it doesn't work like that. Aaron Judge is 62, I suppose is significant, but only because ESPN and Fox, and Sports Illustrated told me it was. Common sense sports fan me doesn't really think it's significant at all. And I think, I think what makes it newsworthy, why it's been getting so much attention, is because of the N and the Y on his navy blue baseball cap. Go ahead now. 
The fact that Aaron Judge is a Yankee, if this was Aaron Judge, Arizona Diamondback, if this was Aaron Judge, Miami Marlin, if this was Aaron Judge, Kansas City Royal, it gets passing headlines. It gets a segment or two on SportsCenter. It doesn't get this breathless, over-the-top coverage that it has gotten. Now, if it was Aaron Judge, Kansas City Royal hitting 74, then okay, we're on to something. But New York Yankee Aaron Judge hitting 62, and you can tie into Roger Maris, and then you, the, the Yankees, the upstanding example of what baseball should be. Forget that big blimp-headed Bonds. This is the Yankees. No facial hair. Do it the right way. 28 world championships. Aaron Judge is the standard, beating the former great Yankee Roger Maris. That is why we're here. The significance of this, of Aaron Judge hitting 62, is so we can touch ourselves over the Yankees. And so we can perpetuate Yankee propaganda because it's easy. And it's because it grabs eyeballs and it grabs ears. That's why we're here. That's why 62 matters for Aaron Judge. It's because it's a chance to extol the virtue of the New York Yankees. Now, I was stiff walking in this morning mm-hmm. in my nether regions, mm-hmm. right? Aaron, Aaron Judge did it. Case closed. He's the man. But everything you just said and everything that I've been reading has brought me all the way back down to earth. I, like Aaron Judge, was flying high. I've been supporting him through he's this a journey. Cool, here's the thing with Aaron Judge. He's a good guy. Amazing. Right? Like, he, he says the right things. The best. It looks like he treats people extremely well. He's big, and he's bulky, and he's strong, and he hits the ball 600 feet. It's easy to root for him, which is why I think so many have gotten so caught up in this home run chase. But the fact of the matter is, I feel bad diminishing it because Aaron Judge seems like, and he's certainly a much better human being than the, the, the largely walking excrement that is Barry Bonds, but it doesn't matter. I mean, Stone, are you really going to give credence to an American League home run record? Come on. I am. I, I even as somebody who, who's not of age to have seen these guys like Barry Bonds and the Mark McGuire's and the Sammy Sosa's, I, like I said earlier, was really surprised at the backlash. And I guess I'm going to ask a, a really baby question here. So simple. But if Aaron Judge was juiced up, the way he's raking right now, you talked about it's a pitcher's league right now. These guys are throwing one-on-one that's moving all over the place. I don't think Aaron Judge is easily touching 73. Like, that's where my mind goes with all of this. You want to call him the American League home run king? You want to say that he's the authentic one, not the official one? Mm-hmm. Imagine if he was needled up. Imagine if he was hanging out in that era with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and all these guys. I mean, he's touching 80. Like, he's raking. What he's doing to pitches right now, like I said, that are moving one-on-one. Okay. He's, he's not it, – it's cake for this guy. So, for us to not give his flowers is really crazy to me because he's doing this the OG way, the right way, and we all know it. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Tom Brady doesn't have seven championships if he plays in an NFL era where corners are allowed to touch the wide receiver, where hitting low is not a 15-yard penalty. Now, If there isn't a penalty for every single piece of contact that you put 
on an offensive player. This is the most offense-friendly era in NFL history. If Tom Brady played in the 70s, he's not winning seven Super Bowl rings. Here, we can play that game. We can keep doing it. Hey, that argument does not scare me because Ronnie Lott running a 4-8 as a defensive back opposed to a guy like Jalen Ramsey and these guys who can move and jump out the gym. There ain't no discussion. These guys at wide receiver are moving differently than Lynn Swan was back in the 70s, 80s. Like, like we can do this all day long. Could you John imagine Mar- Dan, Dan Marino in the, in the 2010s and on, a prime Dan Marino? So that's probably an even better analogy to imagine what Aaron Judge could do if he had a needle in his arm. Imagine what Dan Marino could do and every time he threw the ball down the field to Mark Duper, a flag was being thrown. I mean, I, I'm not going to go for that as well because there's guys like Ed Reed and Bob Sanders who are moving around in 2010 that would go ahead and take Dan Reno's terrible footwork, okay. terrible gives and takes that he's given away, the shoulder movement, the eyes, stuff that he didn't have to worry about in the 90s that he, you do have to worry okay. about in 2010. All these disguising defenses and the movement sure. in the back end, that's getting Dan Reno. That ball's going the other way. I ain't afraid of that. John Morant jumping out the gym. Isaiah Thomas couldn't even get up there. All right. I mean, we can do this all day yeah, long. Uh, what, uh, so, so when Barry Bonds was hitting 73, uh, I, there was no Jacob DeGrom. There was no Clayton Kershaw. No. There weren't those guys. No so way! I can counter that too. That's the same exact thing. And I like that argument. Yeah, you're right. Clayton Kershaw's not on the mound throwing to Barry Bonds. He's getting meatballs a lot of the time, right? Those fastballs were coming in at 92, 93. Nowadays, they're coming in at 98, 99. And like I said earlier, they're moving. 98 mile an hour change up. Good luck. Godspeed. Yeah, I- I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. 98 mile an hour change up. Godspeed. Barry Bonds wasn't seeing that. Mark McGuire wasn't seeing that. Now, I know there were guys who were throwing cheese and, were, and had the good stuff on the mound, but it ain't like today. You mentioned DeGrom. There's these guys who are just different nowadays, and I think that because of that, Aaron Judge deserves his respect and his flowers. So, so you're you're good. You're you're about to say, "Hey, Aaron Judge is my authentic home run champion." You're damn right. And I'm 24 oh. years old. And I'm 24 years old. And, and I'm a meatball. Like I would go, "Oh, Barry Bonds," I, but but I can't. I just can't do it with how these athletes have evolved and what they're capable of doing in this new era, in this next gen. I can't go for it. I, when I look at uh, other sports as well, I have like Carlos Alcaraz. We're talking about the number one tennis player in the world right now. He's 19 years old. Mm-hmm. He's the world number one. He's the youngest to do it. And I give him more respect than Rafael Nadal getting to world number one at 20 years old back in 1998, 1999. Because the guys, what they're able to do on the tennis court is a lot different than it was in 1998, okay, but, 99. But Stone, you realize Aaron Judge, it's not like he is one away from beating Barry He's Bonds. He's 11. He's hit seven. He's hit sixty-two. He's got the seventh most home runs in single season history. Yeah. So he's not even. Uh, it's a cool number, and it's a number that we spent decades. I mean, I remember as a kid the home run chase of ninety-eight. McGuire, Sosa. Who's going to get to sixty-two? Long gone summer. McGuire ended up hitting seventy. Uh, Sosa ended up hitting sixty-seven, I believe. Um, but sixty-two is that number. And so now we're just going to recycle that number, even though six other players have reached that number Ugh. and surpassed that number now in 2022 because it's not Barry Bonds, it's not McGuire, it's not Sosa, who all were hitting home runs in an age where steroids were prevalent, PEDs were prevalent in baseball. It's a more even playing field, I think, than we'll ever know. So because he's a good guy and because he's a Yankee, we're going to we're going to dismiss what's happened over the last let's see 98 2008 24 years <laughs> and we're just going to say up oh, Aaron Judge 62 he's our authentic home run champion
It doesn't help that he's all the way down there at seven. It's seventh stone. Seven. If he was, if if Barry Bonds' record was sixty four, yeah, then right. I'd say, all right, all right. Uh, you realize the season, the season's about to end. We're right at the finish line of this Major League Baseball season. Okay, uh, it ends this week. He ain't hitting 73. He ain't hitting 74. <laughs> he ain't hitting 63. He might not. Yeah, he's not going to hit a homer again, probably. He might not even play today. So, for me, Aaron Judge's 62 is only significant because we've been told it's significant. He has the seventh most home runs in baseball history. Seventh. Seventh. Right now, nobody off the top of their head could name the player who has the seventh most touchdown passes in NFL history or is the seventh leading scorer in NBA history. And certainly single season. I know in (laughs) baseball, we get ourselves all caught up in numbers and all caught up in tradition and all caught up in history. This doesn't matter. Him being a Yankee is the reason that it has gotten as much attention as it has. So that Roger Maris's son can sit next to Aaron Judge's mom and they can cut the camera to them and Roger Maris Jr. can go to the media and say, this is my true home run champion and the Yankees can hold up the clean shaven, big brawn Aaron Judge and say, this is our sparkling home run behemoth right here. But at the end of the day, the steroid era happened. The steroid boys hit a lot of home runs. The official record is the official record. And baseball does itself a constant disservice by not recognizing that it took place. The NFL, you don't see them putting asterisk next to numbers. Authentic touchdown leaders. I mean, it wasn't until the 70s when the NFL started giving a damn about steroids. And we're not talking PDs. We're talking the anabolic ones. We're talking <laughs> big-ass needles in your arm. We're talking... In the ass cheek. Exactly. Right in the old backside. Exactly. We're talking hair in weird places. We're talking shriveled you-know-what. Like that, that is not something the NFL cared about until the 70s. And I don't see NFL films sitting there... And putting an asterisk on on the Chicago Bears of 1961, okay? <laughs> is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? And if so, why is it significant to you? I want to hear from you personally. If you got caught up in this, or you're just annoyed with all the cut-ins in college football for Aaron Judge at bats, why is Aaron Judge's 62 significant if it is to you, to you? Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant, and why is it significant to you? For me, it's significant because ESPN and Fox told me it was. But in reality, it doesn't matter unless you're a Yankees fan. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Is Aaron Judge your authentic champion your authentic home run champion or do you follow the official home run single season champion in Barry Bonds 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 where are we going Stone it's Scott in Jupiter Scott's in Jupiter Scott's on Ken Levick alive hey Scott hey Ken uh before I get into the significance uh-huh. of uh Judge 
I got to tell you, you know, that headphone mm-hmm. gate, mm-hmm. it sounds to me like you got your own Antonio Brown in there working with you. Wow. I know. I know. It's, it's really, I mean, this guy, it's weird. I thought it was weird when Stone just took off his shorts when he came in here as well. Uh, and uh, you're right. You're right. Like, I, I do think that he's just trying to follow the mold. Yeah. You thought he had your back until uh, yep. it he, hit the He fans, turned but. his back, and now he's going to go to social media and rip me for it after uh-huh. the show in true Antonio Brown fashion. Well, I got kicked off of Twitter, so I can't respond. But <laughs> listen, uh, as, as far as the significance of uh, Judge, I think it's actually, as you guys call it, what, how big the bag's going to be. Mm. That guy is going to make so much mm-hmm. money this offseason mm. as a result of this. Uh, Scott, you stole it. That's a great call. Yeah. It, it, it goes past. It goes past this hallowed record, and what it actually is is what drives baseball fans, old-school baseball fans, crazy. It's going to lead yeah. to the biggest contract far and away in baseball history, and it might not even be with the Yankees. Ever. A blank check. No, I'm picking the Braves, but yeah, I agree, Ken. <laughs> wow, Don, I a- love you, bro. <laughs> Later. Appreciate it, Thank Scott. you, Scott. Appreciate you. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And I heard Mike Greenberg talking about it uh, before, before us here. Uh, of course, of course, we are just a couple of weeks away from the most insane free agent bid in the history of baseball. You thought, you thought A-Rod was insane? With his free agency, or Bryce Harper was insane with his free agency. Just wait, man. Just wait. Because what if the New York Yankees, the legendary, the the standard New York Yankees, let the guy who has the American League home run record stop it? Get away. Could you imagine? They don't pony up the bucks, but the Atlanta Braves do. Or even worse. Steve Cohen and the New York Mets do. I mean, that's that's a given right there. And, hey, there's a little money left over from uh, Freddie Freeman's contract that they never paid him, <laughs> yeah, that they the, can pay Aaron Judge shovel, shovel that over to him. So, so, Scott, phenomenal answer there. He took the words right out of my mouth. That's why it's significant to me, because they're going to slide him over a blank check, and it's going to start with a three, I, I, I yeah. believe, in front oh, of yeah, it. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, no it, doubt. It, it's going to be a fatty right no there. Doubt. So that's why I think it's significant <laughs> to me. And, and, and to the point of returning to this Yankees team, Buster only was on Mike Greenberg this morning and said it was 60-40 that he returns. I know. No, 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 no. Buster only has been on it from the start that he is not really sure at all if Aaron Judge is coming back. 60-40 that this guy comes back. You remember All-Star Game, Marley Rivera uh, is is uh, interviewing Aaron <laughs> yeah. Judge. Like, hey, what would you tell this kid from, uh, from the Bronx uh, who wants you to come back to the Yankees? And Aaron Judge is like, uh, yeah, hang in there, kid. Like, I mean, Aaron Judge is keeping his <laughs> options open. The significant. What if? What if Scott's right? The significance of this is not the record. It's this will be more remembered. It will. Aaron Judge hitting sixty-two, and then going to a team not named the Yankees, hitting sixty-two in pinstripes, and then going to play for another team not the Yankees. It's a movie. It's a movie. That would be unprecedented. It's awesome to think about. And whoever gets that team's going to sell out each and every game at the start of the season. Like, it's going to be a movie. Boy, oh boy. That would be like Derek Jeter winning <laughs> Stop it. Winning his, his third. They won 99, 2000, 2001. That would yep. be after 2001. The Yankees are uh, 98, 99, 2000. They win, they win the three straight championships, and Derek Jeter 
he ends up going to play for the Tigers. Like, that would be the equivalent of that, with Aaron Judge hitting 62 in a Yankees uniform and then going to a different team. Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant, and why is it significant to you? Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? Why is it significant to you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Stone is, as Scott said, the Antonio Brown of ESPN 106.3. Put your bleep on. Uh, Patrick is in Lake Worth. Patrick's on Ken LeVica Live. Hey, Patrick. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, To me, it's... Like you said, it's significant because ESPN makes it significant. Mm-hmm. Bonds did it, hitting off the guys like Clemens, taking steroids. And what makes Bonds' feet even more impressive is he struck out less times than he had home runs. Right. His on-base percentage, his OPS, everything, I mean, his offensive production, it will never be touched, ever, ever. Yeah, and you and steroids don't help you see the ball. They help you hit the ball, but they don't help you see the ball. So, I mean... I don't think anybody's ever going to hit 73 again because the, the, everybody strikes out too much. Now. They don't reward on-base percentage anymore. Yeah, including Aaron Judge, who who does strike out, not like Stanton-esque, but strikes out a, a decent portion of the time compared to Barry Bonds. This seems like a good time for me to mention again, and I've done it a couple of times, that sports would be so much better if everybody could just use steroids. I'd slip it in there. I mean... Who wouldn't who wouldn't want to see these big gladiator human beings hitting the ball 700 feet? Like I understand that the long-term effects would be terrible. Would be absolutely awful. But think about how entertaining it would it would be in every sport. Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, think about Giannis on roids, man. He'd be <laughs> unstoppable. He'd have 150 points in a game. Bye-bye, Wilt. And Giannis would do that like four times a year. LeBron James. It would be amazing. <laughs> It is time for me to propose, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce this right now. Uh, in 2026, I will run for governor of Florida. Breaking news. Brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire here on ESPN 106.3. I am announcing my bid for Florida governor in 2026, and my major, my major talking point, my major platform is going to be let all athletes use steroids. You want a free state of Florida? I'm giving you a damn free state of Florida. The people's champ. Athletes, put it in your arm, put it in your backside, and get yourself big and swole. (laughs) Free state of Florida. 2026. Levicka 2026. You want to be part of my team right now? I'm starting right now. DeSantis, if you're not president, I'm coming for you. You think you have a free state of Florida. Wait until this guy, me, right here, advocates for steroids in sports. That's a win. Four more years. You're going to be chanting it all the way. Leo in Riviera Beach. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys. Who says that LeBron and Giannis are not in HGH right now? Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's another argument to it. But for, to me, the AL record for home runs is – significant to me just because the long history of baseball it's kind of coincidental and peculiar that the only players to ever break the records on the american league side are the yankees players it's kind of it's kind of interesting and as a historian so to speak self-proclaimed i think that's pretty interesting but i just think that this is all um oriented from the yankees 
the Yankees are trying to drum up all this marketing, all this fanfare, all this love for Aaron Judge so that somehow they can give him a hometown discount and somehow they can try to hope that he stays because of all the fanfare and all the love fest that he was getting. And I really think that the Yankees, the Yes Network machine, has uh, infiltrated ESPN and stuff like that to try and get them to market this so that Aaron Judge could somehow take a hometown discount with the Yankees. That is a good call. I wonder if they just marketed it as the all-time Yankees single-season home run record. It would get the same amount of attention as framing it as the American League home run record. And appreciate the call, Leo. You're right. Because whether it's Babe Ruth or it's Roger Maris or now Aaron Judge, you just say, breaking. I think the Yankees' name in and of itself would have been enough to push this TV narrative about the significance of the record. But, man, we're, t- we're pretzel twisting if we're going American League home run record. I mean, stop. I think it might bring more. Yeah, actually, maybe. Because if you're a casual, you don't even know what the AL is. Like, you don't know what the opposite of it is. You don't know it's the National League. But you hear Yankees, and then you're like, oh, I know Yankees. And I think it might you know, pay more dividends if you use Yankees instead of American League. Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? And if so, why is it significant to you? I just want to hear, over the last couple of weeks, how have you consumed this? Have you been transfixed by the cut-ins into college football? Have you been transfixed with the at-bats of Aaron Judge? Have you been caught up in this chase? Or have you just rolled your eyes the entire time? Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? And if so, why is it significant to you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Again, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. He's Stone Labanowitz. Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Lavica. Lavica 2026 on ESPN 1063. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine yeah, Studios yeah. in downtown yeah. West Palm Beach, yeah, yeah. you are yeah, listening to Ken LaVica yeah, Live yeah. on ESPN 106.3. Stone, who has the seventh most touchdown passes all time in a career in the NFL? At least give me a hint. No. That's, that's not easy. Um, You get three guesses. Brett Favre. Incorrect. Want to guess again? God, um, give me his number. 13. Dan the man. Dan the man. Come on, baby. Now, here's a new one. So Aaron Judge, seventh most home runs single season in baseball history last night. 62. (laughs) Let the celebration begin. American League home run king. The authentic home run king. Uh-huh. Now, NFL passing touchdown single season leaders. Who has the seventh most single season touchdown passes all time in a single season? Matthew Stafford. No. Think the Bayou. <laughs> I don't know. Purdue. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. He had 46 in 2011 for the Saints. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Judge is the Drew Brees oh, God. You just of ran, baseball. You just killed my whole mood because that's exactly what he's he is. He's the Drew Brees of baseball. He's the Drew Brees and of baseball. I don't remember cut-ins. I don't remember cut-ins on different networks when Drew Brees was going for touchdown pass number 46. Where do you stand 
on the cutting end to college football games, you can go There's, first. I, I mean, honestly, it's fine. Like, it I, is I, fine. There, it's it's really listen, listen. It's Tulane, Houston. It's second and All seven, right. right? They're running inside zone. People, relax. Breathe. Okay? Everybody wants a reason to be all upset. Like, it, they still had, like, picture in picture, right? It was a yeah. double screen. It's not like it's not like you couldn't see what was happening. They were just showing Aaron Judges at bat. Like, honestly, I thought it was fine. I think I thought it was a reason for people to whine and complain. Oh, I don't care about Aaron Judge. Well, guess what? I don't care about Houston and Tulane, and I'm still watching it. And you know what? I'll take a little side of Judge before we get back to, to watching a half-empty stadium. No doubt. You're exactly right. I'm glad you said that because the running back who got the ball handed off to him, whose right. name none of us know, right. who picked up four yards, and then the incomplete pass on the third down. Sorry. Sorry. No, let's pay attention to Aaron Judge. This is history, people. Like, who cares? Who cares? Ken mm. Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. But, you know, it's, just, it's a reason to complain. And we bag on ESPN an awful lot, but that was not a reason to bag on ESPN at all, even if the Aaron Judge uh, home run race was largely an ESPN manifestation. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Well, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sport medicine care visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho aaron judge hit 62 last night let's hear john sterling one more time wfan the 62nd home run for aaron judge against the rangers here's the one one Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger. Hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run. The most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. And the American League has been alive for 120 years. This is Judgment Day. Case closed. So again, the call is awesome, but boy, are we stretching. We're like silly putty stretching if we're going to make American League home run single season champion a thing. Like, come on. Uh, I want to read you from John Heyman, New York Post. And by the way, is Aaron Judges to you, to you, the sports fan, the baseball fan, the anti-baseball fan? I'm curious because God knows we had a lot of Aaron Judge. It's been all Aaron Judge all the time. So much so that it completely erased any of the the division races, the wild card races in baseball, except for, well, Mets, we're not going to forget you blowing a 10-and-a-half game lead. Um, but is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? And if so, why? Why is it significant to you that Aaron Judge has hit 62? 888-760-3776. 888 
760-3776 and tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I understand the moral high horse brigade uh, wanting to have a clean home run champion. In fact, Roger Maris's son, Roger Maris Jr., tweeted last night, Congratulations to Aaron Judge and his family on Aaron's historic home run, number 62. It has definitely been a baseball season to remember. You are all class and someone who should be revered. For the majority of the fans, we can now celebrate a new, clean home run king. But I'm not sure it is the majority of the fans. I'm not sure it is the majority of the fans. 73 is 73. And I'd like to think that baseball has evolved to a point where baseball fans... The more and more we go without bonds, at the very least, going into the Hall of Fame, the more it seems like the sport is selling itself short. The sport is willingly committing malpractice because it just wants to ignore someone who on his face was already one of the best offensive players of all time. Pretty damn good defensive player, too. But did he get caught up in a steroid scandal? Absolutely. Was he in a sport that was besieged by PEDs and steroids? Absolutely. The more that baseball arguably ignores the fact that its greatest offensive player, all-around offensive player, was, it, it was actually the greatest, uh, they ignore his existence the more the sport's going to make itself look foolish. Every passing year is not in the Hall of Fame. Every time we do this again, if somebody approaches Aaron Judge's 62, where we say, ah, the authentic home run king, the clean home run king. They don't even acknowledge the steroid era in the Baseball Hall of Fame. That, to me, that's not a serious sport. If you cannot recognize every era of your sport, Every significant era of your sport, the ups and downs, the greatness and the trivial moments, that's a disservice to the fans, period, period. That's why I'm having a hard time digesting Aaron Judge 62 as anything significant. Like Aaron, congrats in a contract year. As Stone said, you're about to get a blank check, brother. This is the greatest contract year performance of anybody I've ever seen. (laughs) I mean, that, that. That should actually be what we're talking about. That should be the significant moment in all of this is that Aaron Judge, in modern-day sports, Aaron Judge has put together the single greatest contract year performance of any player in any sport that has ever lived. That's good enough for me because that's facts. That's facts right there. You ain't beating 62 home runs in a contract year and making the Yankees sweat it out in free agency. You are not beating that. That will never be touched. That's more untouchable than Barry Bonds 73, okay? And I think we're going to get close to it with Lamar Jackson this year. And I wish they would have had somewhat of a better start, not blown these leads at home. But if but they everybody do, likes Aaron Judge. Not everybody likes Lamar Jackson. But everybody wants him to get paid. Aaron Judge is uni- – no, I don't think everybody wants him to get paid. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. Lamar Jackson wins the Super Bowl. He's signing a blank check. Yeah, he's not. that's not judgy, though. That's not Aaron Judge-like. Aaron Judge is – again – it's a perfect storm of Yankee for Aaron Judge. This is why we're, we're fixated on 62. Why it is all over Sports Talk Radio today, all over ESPN, all over FS1, everything. It's the perfect storm of a Yankee, of a massive human being, of a good person, and someone that 
for all we know, has not touched a PED in his life. Okay? It's a perfect storm of all of those. He checks all the boxes. And that's why 62 is significant. 62, historically, to me, holds no significance. Steroids, no steroids. No significance. Seventh most home runs in a single season. That ain't doing it for me. Is 62 significant? And if so, why is it significant to you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. This is John Heyman, New York Post. The verdict is in, and not just from the judges' chambers out at Yankee Stadium either. Aaron Judge, who hit his historic 62nd home run Tuesday night, is now the rightful record holder of the single-season record. Move over Roger Maris, whose 61 home runs in 1961 should have been viewed as the real record for the last 24 years, as well as the previous 37. It surely would have been if not for three enhanced National League sluggers who decided the game, the system, by loading up on the best stuff, Victor Conti and other assorted aiders, abettors, mad scientists, and crooked trainers had to offer. I get it. A lot of fans want to believe in their heroes. They either don't want to think they wasted their time following the great home run chase in 98 and 01, or they love numbers so much they accept them as fact when some of them are quite obviously fugazi, as legit as a street corner three-card Monty game. Nice dated reference, John. Technically, MLB still recognizes Barry Bonds as the record holder, and that's not about to change. But we know better. Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa changed the equation by loading up on the good stuff transforming their bodies and tilting the game so far in their favor that they became superhuman almost overnight. Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa get to keep their undeserved trophies and their ill-gotten extra loot, but anyone who truly believes they merit their records, too, must see Danny Almonte as a great little leaguer, Lance Armstrong as the best bicyclist, and Tanya Harding as a deserving Olympian. Fine. But guess what figure skating doesn't do? They don't ignore the fact that Tanya Harding existed. Cycling, they're forced to acknowledge (laughs) that Lance Armstrong won all the Tour de France's that he did by stripping him of those Tour de France's. What baseball tries to do, ah, you didn't see anything in 2001. Barry Bonds didn't hit 73. Uh, uh, Authentic home run king. Or at least baseball media. The holier-than-thou baseball media will do that. Baseball is not perfect. It has never been perfect, whether it's race, whether it is competitive balance, whether it is monetary, or whether it is performance enhancing. Baseball has never been perfect. And the fact that some baseball fans, and especially baseball writers, baseball writers are the biggest offenders of this, want to continue to try and perpetuate that baseball is perfect and elevate someone like Aaron Judge, who he might be perfect. He seems like he's the perfect, pure package. But not acknowledge a significant part of baseball's history, that does the fans a disservice. An absolute disservice, and it turns people like me off to the sport. And it should turn you off as well. Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? If so, why is it significant to you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's still on the bandwidth. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVeck Live on ESPN 1063. Stone Lebanowitz is a man of the people. 
He's a man that people want to see. They want to hear. They want to touch. And he will be amongst the masses, courtesy of Bud Lights. Don't tell him about it. That's right, everybody. Come out and touch me and use your skills to compete in the Bud Light football face-off. Win a Bud Light Ultimate tailgate package, including a cooler of your choice, a lot of beer, free beer, a Bluetooth speaker, Bud Light tailgate power system, and more. Thursday, October 6th at AJ's American Grill in Lake Worth from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Come play games, drink beer, watch football, but you must be 21. For official rules, visit ESPNWestPalmContest.com. And this is all brought to you by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to drink responsibly. Bet! Mike G on Twitter. 73 is not 73 if you paid attention to Balco. I'm sorry, but there are those of us who don't accept cheaters. I'm glad baseball is ignoring Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa. Some of us were old enough to remember the 70s and 80s when players struggled to hit 30. 44 was huge. Not buying it. That's fine. Stand your ground, boss. That's fine, but it's not Barry Bonds' fault. It's not Barry (laughs) Bonds' fault. It's not Mark McGuire's fault. It's not Sammy Sosa's fault that baseball had no oversight over PEDs and in a sport where millions of dollars are at risk, when millions of dollars, more appropriately, are at stake, then you get a competitive advantage, especially... When there were plenty of players prior to them, they were getting a competitive advantage, okay? They're just trying to to keep an equal playing field. I'm not defending the behavior. Fine, even though when I run for governor in 2026, my platform is going to be all athletes can take steroids. Again, look out, DeSantis. You want a free state of Florida? I'm coming to make your state more free than how free you've made this state. Steroids for all athletes. May even provide them. The sports will be better if everybody's on steroids. But McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, all of those things. And the, the, the red flags were there in the late 80s. And they were there in the early 90s when guys are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And guess what baseball did? Oh, don't see anything. Nothing to see here. Oh, people like home runs? Oh, that means more money for us. That's a good thing. Thumbs up. Bud Selig, oh, give me all the cash. Give me all the money. Baseball did this to itself. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, they aren't scourges on the game. They're byproducts of the sport completely ignoring PEDs until, and we talked about this yesterday with the Dolphins and Tua. Tua is not going to play until November because the court of public opinion is not going to allow him to do it. And for baseball, the court of public opinion was not going to allow them to go forth until they scolded, until they made an example of Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, until they were trotted before Congress, Roger Clemens, to get a scolding from John McCain. They appeased the masses. That's what happened. It's not Sosa, McGuire, Bonds' fault that baseball loved home runs so much that they had a new kind of baseball. They juiced baseball. Okay? Not their fault. Not their fault. Baseball did it. <laughs> Not those three. Okay? And you can be down on the cheaters of the sport, but just understand, there's a good chance a majority of baseball players were cheaters, and the cheaters were just cheating to even the playing field with other cheaters. That's easy. That's easy. That's facts. Aaron Judge's 62 is a spectacular achievement because that guy is a gr- he appears to be a great human being. But it's also the seventh most home runs in baseball history. I ain't doing it. 
I'm not doing it. We ain't giving Drew Brees his flowers. No. Ken's in Royal Palm. Ken is on Ken LeVick Alive. Hi, other Ken. How you doing, Ken number one? <laughs> hey, you can be Ken number one. Come on, man. Don't sell yourself short. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Listen, I look at that home run by Judge as what it is, an American League record and a record for another Yankee. You had Ruth, mm-hmm. you had Maris, right. now you have Judge. I also look at it as a monster year, triple crown hopefully coming his way. Yeah. And a chance for Judge to uh, bring home a big bag. Yep. I mean, Ken, that's what it really comes down to. This is the greatest contract year performance of any athlete in the history of North American sports. And it's never going to be touched. And I feel great for him doing this. And you mentioned the Triple Crown. We haven't brought that up. He still could feasibly, and again, we don't know if he's going to play today, but he feasibly could win the Triple Crown and appreciate the call. Imagine that. Like, forget just the 62 home runs. You have a triple crown winner on the free agent market at the prime of his career? Good sweet Jesus. I said it earlier. The more and more you mention Blake Checkstone, that very well could be the case. The Atlanta Braves just walk in, slap down a check on the table, and say, hey, right, so you, you write the number, <laughs> and we're just going to sign off on it. I think, okay? it's, I think it's badass. I, it I think it is badass. I feel great for that guy. For sure. I feel great for him. I'm not hating on him. I feel great for him. And we get That's to laugh awesome. at the Yankees, which we always try to do, but we're not able to all of the time. Brother, bet. <laughs> Tony's in West Palm. Hey, Tone. What up, what up? Hey, yo, before I get into my thing, hey, yo, Stone, where were you at in Brooklyn, man? Uh, Stone, Stone, where were you? And he was answering another call real quick. Uh, where were you at oh, in okay. Brooklyn, Stone? Tony. I, I was da- Sorry, Tony, I was uh, doing my job. Uh, downtown, <laughs> Downtown Brooklyn. On okay, okay, Atl- I'm from downtown. Atlantic Avenue. All right, true, true. That should be a podcast. I'll tell you the truth. You might have something there. Stony in Brooklyn. Ooh, but yo, the new Days of Samaro <laughs> right there. Let's go. I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan, so you already know there's a bias here. You know, I'm going to take the fact that I love watching, you know, I, I love seeing them cut to judge, and he's about to sure. see, smack yes. it out the park. As you should. That's, that's all good. I also loved watching... Sammy Sosa, McGuire, and all them cats smack uh-huh. it out. I didn't care if they were Jews. But guess what? I'm st- I'm also not, you know, 70, 80, 90 years old, and I'm not a baseball writer and one of these purist dudes. Right. But I also think those purist dudes should take a, take a step back as well because, yo, I mean, Babe Ruth was slurping down hot dogs and drinking Coca-Cola when Coca-Cola had cocaine all up in it. So, I mean, I'm just saying. And, and, and at the also, same time, Tony, if you want to extrapolate it that much more, no. well, Tony, I, uh, uh, real yeah. quick, real quick, yeah. uh, if you want to extrapolate yeah, it that much more, um, there was uh, there was an entire league formed because great baseball players who happen to have color in their skin uh, weren't allowed to throw pitches to Babe Ruth. So you can make the argument we, Babe Ruth wasn't facing the superior talent, the best talent in there baseball. There we go. There we go. Also, but at the end of the day, Ken. Uh, I, I subscribe to the Book of Sonny, and the Book of Sonny comes from the Bronx Tale. So y- if you know the movie, you already know what time it is. We're talking about Aaron Judge 62. Mm-hmm. That's what you're worried about? Does, you know, Judge makes <laughs> like about, he's going to be making like, you know, 200, <laughs> 300 million in a minute. Uh-huh. If your parents can't pay the bills, 
let's go see if Judge turns on your your, your electricity. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, peace, y'all. All right. Appreciate you, Tony. Appreciate you. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. ESPN 106.3 WUUB Jupiter. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. I'll buy us a couple of minutes here. Uh, where, uh, let's see, where else are we uh, going here, Stone? We're going up to the Sunny Stewart. That's where Dominic's at. Dominic in Stewart. Hey, Dom. Hey, how you doing? Long time Braves fan here. So, Uh-oh. first of all, the whole- congrats, yeah, yeah. congrats so, by guys- the way on on not only yeah. the division but Aaron Judge. Yeah, well, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was I grew up in a time where Del Murphy played. Everybody oh. knows he didn't take steroids. If he did take steroids, he would have been a Hall of Famer. So, for somebody to take that spot, you know, Barry Bonds in his prime was hitting 30 home runs in his prime. All of a sudden, at 35, he jacked 73 out. That can't be right. That's not right. That's not right. You know, Mark McGuire was on the downside of his career. All of a sudden, he hit 60-something. Sammy Sosa was nobody, then he hit 66. Now, I understand your argument with baseball. They should have overlooked that. Mm-hmm. But to me, there's, 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 you decided to take the steroids. So, you, and, uh, you, you know, your career by taking steroids was increased. Your home run total for your career was increased. Roger Clemens got the pitch when he was 40 years old. But the downside to that, you can't be in the Hall of Fame. Simple as that. Wow. Because you did it. Now, did other people do it? Yeah. But, you know, it's like, it's like, the, it's like the speeding ticket. Everybody speeds, but only one guy gets pulled over. <laughs> that's, that's their problem, right? Yeah, I just, I feel like baseball hurts itself by not acknowledging that, yeah, this happened. And this was a big, viable portion of our sport that we made a ton of money off of and because it wasn't convenient in the court of public opinion now we're going to turn our back to it and we are going to try and make alternate records like the american league home run king and appreciate the call that are going to provide our authentic feel good uh fuzzy wuzzy champion of home run hitting as opposed to big mean nasty barry bond all right. Well, first of all, I appreciate Dom from Stewart com- and, uh, coming quick, in, coming in hot. Uh, and real quick, real quick, I just want to make sure. Me as a White Sox fan, if we are indeed going to erase all of the steroid era hitters, then guess who the greatest of all time is? Oh, Frank Thomas. Okay. So as long as you're willing to acknowledge that Frank Thomas is the best offensive player in the history of baseball, unless you're willing to do that, then I don't want to hear it. All right. Now go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> First of all, all of Dom's analogies were on point, and I, I mention it plenty on the show that I'm only 24 years old. Who was going to tell me that Barry Bonds in his prime was only sending 35 homers the distance? And then mm-hmm. on the you know downslope, I don't know my English class what that uh. You know, you go to the climax, and then you go to the, you know, whenever you're going down. This is going a really good analogy you're throwing. <laughs> well, there right well now. Dom stole all the good ones. <laughs> Nobody was going to tell me he only hit 35 in his prime, and then he juices up and his hits, Pirates hits. prime. Yes, 35 was, and that was prolific by this, by the the mid the early 90s standards. This yes. is BS. Then 35 in his prime with no juice. Juices up, goes 73. But, but Stone, that, that, that is the biggest not, asterisk I've ever heard what of. What you're not accounting for is it's not like he on an island was the only one that was spiking. Brady Anderson had 50 home runs in a year. A nondescript center fielder for the Baltimore Orioles, Brady Anderson hit 50 in a year. Okay? So it's not like he was sitting by himself and everybody stayed at 25 to 35 and he shot up to 73. 
He did, though. He, he was the best of what was a an absolutely astronomical rise in offensive production. Okay? I mean, okay. Okay. 35. Go in this. I mean, it, it, that's tough for me to for me to hear and me to swallow. That that we're gonna say this guy's seventh but on the list when this guy was only hitting thirty five. Also, when his when his prime was thirty five, you were still in the era of massive ballparks of the generic football and baseball shared stadiums. <laughs> okay, it was much harder. And again, this is me just giving additional context. It is to something that yes. PEDs absolutely made a difference. Juiced baseballs absolutely made a difference. Again, baseball's trying to market itself after the strike. They want long balls. They had a marketing campaign. Chicks dig the long ball. Home runs saved the sport. They did everything they could to cater to these people, including, oh, uh, there's a needle sticking out of your butt. Nothing to see here. (laughs) They altered the baseballs to help them launch, okay? But Barry Bonds was at 35 before Denver had a baseball team. Before Philadelphia had a new hitter-friendly park. Before Pittsburgh had a new hitter-friendly yeah. park. Okay, before Camden Yards was built, hitter-friendly. Okay, so all I'm saying is that there's more that goes into this than just the PEDs. All right, we're super late. Super, super, super late because I am terrible at managing a clock. We have a lot to do. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. A hallowed record broken Aaron Judge is king, or is he? Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up. Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. It finally happened. What we as sports fans have been waiting for for weeks and weeks and weeks. Aaron Judge hit 62. By the sports fans that were waiting for it, I mean that it might be the minority of sports fans. I am seeing some pretzel twisting unlike I have seen before to have Aaron Judge hitting 62 feel significant, be conveyed as significant. Does it matter? Does it really matter? Why were we cutting in Aaron Judge at bats over the last couple of weeks? Why exactly have we in sports made the executive decision that Aaron Judge getting to 62 is a thing? And I think it's worthy of a deep dive. Ken Levick alive here on a Wednesday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app. And on your smart speaker, and a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the sunshiny and still comfortable intracoastal. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. He is Radio Life Partner. He is running this catastrophe until 2 o'clock, and we are empty in our third seat once again here on this Wednesday. Uh, before we get going on Aaron Judge, what is going on around here at ESPN West Palm? Where are your headphones? Uh, they got jacked. How is this possible? We just had Dave MacGyver Druda, our operations director, come in here. We've got a bunch of TVs in the ESPN West Palm studios. And uh, there was a TV that had a a Roku remote that was Velcroed to it. 
It's gone. It's gone. Nowhere to be found. Can't <laughs> find it. Just taken off the TV and gone. Your headphones are gone. What is going on around here? Somebody's not getting paid enough. Somebody I, needed a Roku are, remote are to you take sure? it to their crib. Somebody needed headphones. Are you sure that you didn't you didn't take it home? I'm, take your heads your headsets home? I'm positive that I did not take them All home. Right, here's and, what I'm gonna do. And I can go find them probably in a matter of a minute. No, or two. here's what we're gonna do. What what I'm gonna do right now, I'm gonna do this for you because this is I mean, it's really rude to be quite honest. I'm gonna call into the studio line right now, okay? And I am gonna go look for them in the office. So just pick up the phone <laughs> and you and I will communicate through the phone, okay? So I'll be right back. You'll be able to hear me in a second. Just pick up the phone, and then we'll talk, okay? There we go. All right, you got me? I got you loud and clear. All right, perfect. All right, so I'm going to go look for these, these headsets. Now, they're, they're like grayish black, right? Yeah, they are. You can tell which ones they are. They got my name on them. All right, so let's see here. Because this is unacceptable. Because you deserve better, and someone's jacking your headphones. They're clearly not station headphones, because all of our headphones look the same. I'm going to look into the Porte studio, okay? Yeah, I love that. 7.60 a.m. here. Let's few, see. There's a few extra bodies in there. Maybe one of them needed headphones. Yeah. I tell you what, I think, what kind of headphones are they? They are, I believe, stereo. Are they like an Audio Technica? Yeah, they're Scarlet's. Okay. I don't know. I'm seeing some new headsets in the Porte studio. I don't see anything out here in the office. All right. I, I think the Portes right now might be, they might be the suspects. And I, I've got to say, like, I love them, but that is really, really, really uh, irresponsible of them if that's the case. So we had, right. we, we, we had the... <laughs> Are you kidding me? You have them right now, we, we, you we, idiot. We we had you know the entire Aaron Judd segment lined up and all this, all that ready to go. And I said, uh, you know, we have a teammate in here with us right now, Ryan. I said, hey Ryan, can you check that drawer for me? Which I did not put them in that drawer. Oh but my god! It appears in. So it. wait, <laughs> wait, hold on. So I just opened this show, okay, and I'm trying to do something for you because I believe that you have had your headphones taken somebody is using them without your permission and you mean to tell me oh, you better. left them out somebody took the initiative to put them in a drawer because <laughs> all you do is leave them out and you failed to check that drawer because someone actually was responsible enough to put them in a safe place and you allowed that to go on and while that's happening then you realize oh maybe it's in the drawer is that what just happened oh you fat yeah, that's exactly what happened. Come actually. on, dude. Like, like, step by step, that's what happened. Somebody did take the initiative to be a good teammate, good co-worker, put them in the drawer for me. and uh, So now you make me look like a jackass. <laughs> because I was about to take the entire office to task on behalf of you, and now I look like a complete jerkwad. Does it help if I uh, said I appreciate you? I Kind of, but not a ton. Well, I appreciate you. If you huh. found them in a cubicle and somebody was wearing them on a Zoom meeting, what would you have done? I would have taken them off their damn head. Mm -hmm. But now it doesn't matter because now I, anytime you're missing your headphones, I'm just going to assume that you left them out and someone put them in a safe place for you. That's exactly what You happened. were willing to throw someone under the bus when in reality someone had your back. No hesitation. <laughs> God, Jesus, man. No hesitation. And I would have filed a complaint and I would have tried to get them in trouble. Yeah, you would have gone right to HR. Mm -hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, you know what? That's that's why we get uh, get along uh, so well together, because I would have done the same thing. All right. Uh, let's hear WFAN last night. John Sterling on the call. Aaron Judge sitting on home run number 61. Globe Life Park, Arlington, Texas. 
Aaron Judge swinging to the fence. one one. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run. The most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. And the American League has been alive for 120 years. This is Judgment Day. Case closed. So, John Sterling, by the way, killer call. John Sterling is the king. He is the GOAT. There's a reason. That was excellent. That captured the moment. He rules. I couldn't say uh, more great things about the all-time legend John Sterling, that John Sterling calling 62 on WFAN. And if I may say so myself, he absolutely damn nailed it because he always nails it. It was beautifully done. He's awesome. He's just the best. But... There were a couple of parts in that call where John Sterling is emphasizing the American League home run king. The American League home run king. Wait, when did that become a thing? When were we eagerly anticipating the new American League home run champion? Do we in the NBA, do we sit and wait for a new Western Conference scoring king? Wow. Or an Eastern Conference scoring king? Uh, no. The all-time AFC touchdown passing leader. What? We don't do that in any other sport. Why are we doing that for baseball? And what it feels like we're doing is there aren't enough people who have jumped on board with Aaron Judge being the clean home run king in a single season. So what we're going to do is we're going to try to mold and craft and personalize the record or 62 to our liking because we want it to be significant. We want it to be the best. We want it to be the benchmark. It feels better, at least for now, until we're informed otherwise it feels clean. But the fact of the matter is... He's still 12 away from the all-time single-season home run record. On its face, Barry Bonds, 73, has the record. Aaron Judge, 62, American League single-season home run Mm -hmm. king. And I just ask, all of the cut-ins to Aaron Judge at bats that angered so many sports fans when ESPN's carrying college football or... Uh, the decisions to cut in or not cut in during the NFL and the constant missing of plays, and here's Aaron Judge and all the discussion and all the chatter. There was a lot of buildup to this, a lot of discussion. We spent a good portion of our show a week ago just berating the kid who caught number 60 because he was just going to give it back to Aaron Judge. But all of this, all of this discussion, all of the airtime, right now, first take is on one of our televisions that don't have a Roku remote attached to it because that was taken. Check that drawer. Um, <laughs> they're talking about Aaron Judge, 
right now. All of the attention we've given this, does it actually matter? Is this actually a hallowed number? Did Aaron Judge actually accomplish something? And I've been asking myself that over and over and over again over the last week, but especially after last night when Aaron Judge hits number 62 in Arlington. Is it cool because Aaron Judge is a Herculean figure? And does him being a Yankee come into play? Probably. But in the grand scheme of things, 10, 15, 20 years from now, how are we going to look back on Aaron Judge hitting 62? Is it going to matter? And I'm not quite sure. I don't... I. It doesn't strike me unless you are completely surrounded by Northeast sports talk and media, that Aaron Judge's 62 actually has really any sort of meaning to it. And I might be fighting a battle here that could get vociferous. I could be pushed back on this because this is a heavy pro-Yankees area. And make no mistake, what Aaron Judge has done is sensational. 62 home runs in a season in this era of dominant pitchers is incredible. He has 19 more home runs than the nearest home run hitter this season in baseball. That's significant. But when we start doing things like declaring him the American League home run champion, aren't we sort of conceding that, yeah, this isn't really a record? That's exactly what we're doing. And I, like you, was really surprised at the backlash that nobody really gave him his flowers. It was a tweet, even by Jeff Passan, somebody who obviously covers Major League Baseball in a way that he's one of the faces. And he tweeted, Aaron Judge's 62 home runs is a remarkable achievement. Barry Bonds, 73 home runs, is the record. There's nothing else to discuss. Yeah. It was like they had these tweets in the drafts. John Sterling had it loaded up. You know, the AL home run king. And and I was caught off guard by it all. I was like, wow, I thought we were really going to give this guy... And I think there's going to be a documentary sooner or later called The Clean Home Run King. Like, that's where this is going to end up going sooner or later. But I, like you, was surprised at all the backlash that nobody gave him the title or him his flowers. Well, I think what's going to start happening, and I don't know if you recall, like six weeks ago, Stone, I broached the idea of doing a show where we discussed whether or not Aaron Judge should be considered the single-season home run champ if he gets... To 62, right? Oh, yeah. Six weeks ago, because I knew this was going to happen. And sure enough, here we are. I'm going to read you something from Tom Verducci, one of the most authoritative baseball names uh, in, in the sport, Sports Illustrated. He wrote the following last night. Bonds is the official home run champion. Judge is the authentic champion. One has the official designation. The other is unofficial but has the prestige of authenticity. Which would you rather have? I got to be honest, that is pretentious as hell. It is. I don't hate it, though. So Aaron Judge is the authentic home run champion until we find out he's been shooting stuff into his arm. (laughs) Come on. These guys pissed in a cup after every single game. Right. So I suppose my question is, Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant to you? To you, the sports fan, the baseball fan. Maybe you're hardcore. Maybe you're passive. Maybe you're just uh, a casual. But is Aaron Judge's 62 significant to you and why? Is Aaron Judge's 62nd home run significant to you 
and why. For me, Aaron Judge's 62 is only significant because ESPN and the national networks have been giving it so much attention in the lead-up. On its face, it feels significant to me, but when I give it thought, I am not going to sit there and praise the American League home run king. And what I'm also not going to do in an era that was dominated by steroids, that baseball has just tried to sweep out the door, is ignore that there was an era full of steroids and the greatest steroidy steroid hitter of them all in a league filled with steroidy steroidy players hit 73 in a season. I'm sorry. It doesn't work like that. Aaron Judge is 62, I suppose, is significant, but only because ESPN and Fox and Sports Illustrated told me it was. Common sense sports fan me doesn't really think it's significant at all. And I think, I think what makes it newsworthy, why it's been getting so much attention, is because of the N. And the Y on his navy blue baseball cap. Go ahead now. The fact that Aaron Judge is a Yankee, if this was Aaron Judge, Arizona Diamondback, if this was Aaron Judge, Miami Marlin, if this was Aaron Judge, Kansas City Royal, it gets passing headlines. It gets a segment or two on SportsCenter. It doesn't get this breathless, over-the-top coverage that it has gotten. Now, if it was Aaron Judge, Kansas City Royal hitting 74, then okay, we're on to something. But New York Yankee Aaron Judge hitting 62, and you can tie into Roger Maris, and then you, the, the Yankees, the upstanding example of what baseball should be. Forget that big blimp-headed bonds. This is the Yankees. No facial hair. Do it the right way. 28 world championships. Aaron Judge is the standard, beating the former great Yankee Roger Maris. That is why we're here. The significance of this, of Aaron Judge hitting 62, is so we can touch ourselves over the Yankees. And so we can perpetuate Yankee propaganda because it's easy. And it's because it grabs eyeballs and it grabs ears. That's why we're here. That's why 62 matters for Aaron Judge. It's because it's a chance to extol the virtue of the New York Yankees. Now, I was stiff walking in this morning mm-hmm. in my nether regions, right? Mm-hmm. Aaron, Aaron Judge did it. Case closed. He's the man. But everything you just said and everything that I've been reading has brought me all the way back down to earth. I, like Aaron Judge, was flying high. I've been supporting him through he's this a journey. Cool, here's the thing with Aaron Judge. He's a good guy. Amazing. Right? Like, he, he says the right things. The best. It looks like he treats people extremely well. He's big, and he's bulky, and he's strong, and he hits the ball 600 feet. It's easy to root for him, which is why I think so many have gotten so caught up in this home run chase. But the fact of the matter is, I feel bad diminishing it because Aaron Judge seems like, and he's certainly a much better human being than the, the, the largely walking excrement that is Barry Bonds, but it doesn't matter. I mean, Stone, are you really going to give credence 
to an American League home run record? Come on. I am. I I even as somebody who who's not of age to have seen these guys like Barry Bonds and the Mark McGuire and the Sammy Sosa's, I like I said earlier was really surprised at the backlash. And I guess I'm going to ask a, a really baby question here. So simple. But if Aaron Judge was juiced up, the way he's raking right now, you talked about it's a pitcher's league right now. These guys are throwing one-on-one that's moving all over the place. I don't think Aaron Judge is easily touching 73. Like, that's where my mind goes with all of this. You want to call him the American League home run king? You want to say that he's the authentic one, not the official one? Mm-hmm. Imagine if he was needled up. Imagine if he was hanging out in that era with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and all these guys. I mean, he's touching 80. Like, he's raking. What he's doing to pitches right now, like I said, that are moving one-on-one. Okay. He's, he's not it, – it's cake for this guy. So, for us to not give his flowers is really crazy to me because he's doing this the OG way, the right way, and we all know it. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Tom Brady doesn't have seven championships if he plays in an NFL era where corners are allowed to touch the wide receiver, where – Hitting low is not a 15-yard penalty. Now, if there isn't a penalty for every single piece of contact that you put on an offensive player, this is the most offense-friendly era in NFL history. If Tom Brady played in the 70s, he's not winning seven Super Bowl rings. Here, we can play that game. We can keep doing it. Hey, that argument does not scare me because Ronnie Lott running a 4-8 as a defensive back opposed to a guy like Jalen Ramsey and these guys who can move and jump out the gym. There ain't no discussion. These guys at wide receiver are moving differently than Lynn Swan was back in the 70s, 80s. Like, like we can do this all day long. Could you John imagine Mar- Dan, Dan Marino in the, in the 2010s and on, a prime Dan Marino? So that's probably an even better analogy to imagine what Aaron Judge could do if he had a needle in his arm. Imagine what Dan Marino could do and every time he threw the ball down the field to Mark Duper, a flag was being thrown. I mean, I, I'm not going to go for that as well because there's guys like Ed Reed and Bob Sanders who are moving around in 2010 that would go ahead and take Dan Reno's terrible footwork, okay. terrible gives and takes that he's given away, the shoulder movement, the eyes, stuff that he didn't have to worry about in the 90s that he, you do have to worry okay. about in 2010. All these disguising defenses and the movement sure. in the back end, that's getting Dan Reno. That ball's going the other way. I ain't afraid of that. John Morant jumping out the gym. Isaiah Thomas couldn't even get up there. All right. I mean, we can do this all day yeah, long. Uh, what, uh, so, so when Barry Bonds was hitting 73, uh, I, there was no Jacob DeGrom. There was no Clayton Kershaw. No. There weren't those guys. No so way! I can counter that too. That's the same exact thing. And I like that argument. Yeah, you're right. Clayton Kershaw's not on the mound throwing to Barry Bonds. He's getting meatballs a lot of the time, right? Those fastballs were coming in at 92, 93. Nowadays, they're coming in at 98, 99. And like I said earlier, they're moving. 98 mile an hour change up. Good luck. Godspeed. Yeah, I, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. 98 mile an hour change up. Godspeed. Barry Bonds wasn't seeing that. Mark McGuire wasn't seeing that. Now, I know there were guys who were throwing cheese and, were, and had the good stuff on the mound, but it ain't like today. You mentioned DeGrom. There's these guys who are just different nowadays, and I think that because of that, Aaron Judge deserves his respect and his flowers. So, so you're you're good. You're you're about to say, "Hey, Aaron Judge is my authentic home run champion." You're damn right. And I'm 24 oh. years old. And I'm 24 years old. And, and I'm a meatball. Like I would go, "Oh, Barry Bonds," I, but but I can't. I just can't do it with how these athletes have evolved and what they're capable of doing in this new era, in this next gen. I can't go for it. I, when I look at uh, other sports as well, I have like Carlos Alcaraz. We're talking about the number one tennis player in the world right now. He's 19 years old. Mm-hmm. He's the world number one. He's the youngest to do it. And I give him more respect than Rafael Nadal getting to world number one at 20 years old back in 1998, 1999. Because the guys, what they're able to do on the tennis court is a lot different than it was in 1998, okay, 1999. But, but Stone, you realize 
Aaron Judge, it's not like he is one away from beating Barry he's Bonds. 11. He's hit seven. He's hit 62. He's got the seventh most home runs in single season history. Yeah. So he's not even, like, it's a cool number, and it's a number that we spent decades. I mean, I remember as a kid, the home run chase of 98, McGuire, Sosa. Who's going to get to 62? Long gone summer. McGuire ended up hitting 70. Uh, Sosa ended up hitting 67, I believe. Um, but 62 is that number. And so now we're just going to recycle that number, even though six other players have reached that number Ugh. and surpassed that number now in 2022 because it's not Barry Bonds, it's not McGuire, it's not Sosa, who all were hitting home runs in an age where steroids were prevalent, PEDs were prevalent in baseball. It's a more even playing field, I think, than we'll ever know. So because he's a good guy and because he's a Yankee, we're going to we're going to dismiss what's happened over the last let's see 98 2008 24 years <laughs> and we're just going to say up oh, Aaron Judge 62 he's our authentic home run champion yeah, it doesn't help that he's all the way down there at 7 it's 7th stone seventh. if he was if if Barry Bonds record was 64 yeah, then right. I'd say all right all right, uh, you realize the season the season's about to end. We're right at the finish line of this Major League Baseball season, okay? Uh, it ends this week. He ain't hitting 73. He ain't hitting 74. <laughs> he ain't hitting 63. He might not. Yeah, he's not going to hit a homer again probably. He might not even play today. So, for me, Aaron Judge's 62 is only significant because we've been told it's significant. He has the seventh most home runs. In baseball history, seventh, seventh. Right now, nobody off the top of their head could name the player who has the seventh most touchdown passes in NFL history or is the seventh leading score in NBA history. And certainly single season. I know in (laughs) baseball, we get ourselves all caught up in numbers and all caught up in tradition and all caught up in history. This doesn't matter. Him being a Yankee is the reason that it has gotten as much attention as it has. So that Roger Maris's son can sit next to Aaron Judge's mom and they can cut the camera to them. And Roger Maris Jr. can go to the media and say, this is my true home run champion. And the Yankees can hold up the clean shaven, big brawn Aaron Judge and say, this is our sparkling home run behemoth right here. But at the end of the day, The steroid era happened. The steroid boys hit a lot of home runs. The official record is the official record. And baseball does itself a constant disservice by not recognizing that it took place. The NFL, you don't see them putting asterisk next to numbers. Authentic touchdown leaders. I mean, it wasn't until the 70s when the NFL started giving a damn about steroids. And we're not talking PDs. We're talking the anabolic ones. We're talking <laughs> big-ass needles in your arm. We're talking... In the ass cheek. Exactly. Right in the old backside. Exactly. We're talking hair in weird places. We're talking shriveled you-know-what. Like that, that is not something the NFL cared about until the 70s. And I don't see NFL films sitting there... And putting an asterisk on on the Chicago Bears of 1961, okay? <laughs> is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? And if so, why is it significant to you? I want to hear from you personally. If you got caught up in this, or 
You're just annoyed with all the cut-ins in college football for Aaron Judge at bats. Why is Aaron Judge's 62 significant if it is to you? To you. Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant, and why is it significant to you? For me, it's significant because ESPN and Fox told me it was. But in reality, it doesn't matter unless you're a Yankees fan. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Is Aaron Judge your authentic champion? Your authentic home run champion? Or do you follow the official home run single season champion in Barry Bonds? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Where are we going, Stone? We got Scott and Jupiter. Scott's in Jupiter. Scott's on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Scott. Hey, Ken. Uh, Before I get into the significance Uh of uh, Judge, I got to tell you, you know, that headphone Mm -hmm. gate, Mm -hmm. it sounds to me like you got your own Antonio Brown in there working with you. I know. I know. It's, It's really, I mean, this guy, it's weird. I thought it was weird when Stone just took off his shorts when he came in here as well. Uh, and uh, you're right. You're right. Like I, I do think that he's just trying to follow the mold. Yeah. You thought he had your back until uh, yep. it he, hit the He fans, turned but. his back, and now he's going to go to social media and rip me for it after uh-huh. the show in true Antonio Brown fashion. Well, I got kicked off of Twitter, so I can't respond. But <laughs> listen, uh, as, as far as the significance of uh, Judge, I think it's actually, as you guys call it, what, how big the bag's going to be. Mm. That guy is going to make so much mm-hmm. money this offseason mm. as a result of this. Uh, Scott, you stole it. That's a great call. Yeah, it it, it goes past. It goes past this hallowed record, and what it actually is is what drives baseball fans, old-school baseball fans, crazy. It's going to lead yeah. to the biggest contract far and away in baseball history, and it might not even be with the Yankees. Ever. A blank check. No, I'm picking the Braves, but yeah, I agree, Ken. <laughs> wow, Don, I a- love you, bro. <laughs> Later. Appreciate it, Thank Scott. you, Scott. Appreciate you. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And I heard Mike Greenberg talking about it uh, before, before us here. Uh, of course, of course, we are just a couple of weeks away from the most insane free agent bid in the history of baseball. You thought, you thought A-Rod was insane? With his free agency, or Bryce Harper was insane with his free agency. Just wait, man. Just wait. Because what if the New York Yankees, the legendary, the the standard New York Yankees, let the guy who has the American League home run record stop it? Get away. Could you imagine? They don't pony up the bucks, but the Atlanta Braves do. Or even worse. Steve Cohen and the New York Mets do. I mean, that's that's a given right there. And, hey, there's a little money left over from uh, Freddie Freeman's contract that they never paid him, <laughs> yeah, that they the, can pay Aaron Judge shovel, shovel that over to him. So, so, Scott, phenomenal answer there. He took the words right out of my mouth. That's why it's significant to me, because they're going to slide him over a blank check. 
and it's going to start with a three. I, I, I yeah. believe in front oh, of yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no it, doubt. It's going to be a fatty right no there. Doubt. So that's why I think it's significant <laughs> to me. And, and, and to the point of returning to this Yankees team, Buster only was on Mike Greenberg this morning and said it was 60-40 that he returns. I know. No, 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 no. Buster only's been on it from the start that he is not really sure at all if Aaron Judge is coming back. 60-40 that this guy comes back. You remember All-Star game, Marley Rivera. Uh, is is interviewing Aaron <laughs> yeah. Judge like, hey, what would you tell this kid from uh, from the Bronx uh, who wants you to come back to the Yankees? And Aaron Judge is like, uh, yeah, hang in there, kid. Like, I mean, Aaron Judge is keeping his options open. The significant. What if? What if Scott's right? The significance of this is not the record. It's this will be more remembered. It will. Aaron Judge hitting sixty two, and then going to a team not named the Yankees, hitting 62 in pinstripes and then going to play for another team, not the Yankees. It's a movie. It's a movie. That would be unprecedented. It's awesome to think about. And whoever gets that team is going to sell out each and every game at the start of the season. Like, it's going to be a movie. Boy, oh boy. That would be like Derek Jeter winning <laughs> Stop it. Winning his, his third. They won 99, 2000, 2001. That would yep. be after 2001. The Yankees are uh, 98, 99, 2000. They win, they win the three straight championships, and Derek Jeter, he ends up going to play for the Tigers. Like, that would be the equivalent of that, with Aaron Judge hitting 62 in a Yankees uniform and then going to a different team. Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant, and why is it significant to you? Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? Why is it significant to you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Stone is, as Scott said, the Antonio Brown of ESPN 106.3. Put your bleep on. Uh, Patrick is in Lake Worth. Patrick's on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Patrick. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, To me, it's... Like you said, it's significant because ESPN makes it significant. Mm-hmm. Bonds did it, hitting off the guys like Clemens, taking steroids. And what makes Bonds' feet even more impressive is he struck out less times than he had home runs. Right. His on-base year. percentage, his OPS, everything. I mean, his offensive production, it will never be touched, ever, ever. Yeah, and, and, you, and steroids don't help you see the ball. They help you hit the ball, but they don't help you see the ball. So, I mean... I don't think anybody's ever going to hit 73 again because the, the, everybody strikes out too much. Now. They don't reward on-base percentage anymore. Yeah, including Aaron Judge, who, who does strike out, not like Stanton-esque, but strikes out a, a decent portion of the time compared to Barry Bonds. This seems like a good time for me to mention again, and I've done it a couple of times, that sports would be so much better if everybody could just use steroids. I'd slip it in there. I mean... Who wouldn't who wouldn't want to see these big gladiator human beings hitting the ball 700 feet? Like I understand that the long-term effects would be terrible. Would be absolutely awful. But think about how entertaining it would it would be in every sport. Giannis if everybody's I mean think about Giannis on roids, man. He'd be unstoppable. He'd have 150 points in a game. Bye-bye, Wilt. And Giannis would do that like four times a year. LeBron James. That'd be amazing. <laughs> It is time for me to propose, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce this right now. Uh, in 2026, I will run for governor of Florida. Breaking news. Brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire here on ESPN 106.3. I am announcing my bid 
for Florida governor in 2026. And my major, my major talking point, my major platform is going to be let all athletes use steroids. You want a free state of Florida? The I'm giving you a damn free state of Florida. The people's athletes, champ. Athletes, put it in your arm, put it in your backside, and get yourself big and swole. <laughs> free state of Florida. 2026. Levicka 2026. Ooh. You want to be part of my team right now? I'm starting right now. DeSantis, if you're not president, I'm coming for you. You think you have a free state of Florida. Wait until this guy, me, right here, advocates for steroids in sports. That's a win. Four more years. You're going to be chanting it all the way. Leo in Riviera Beach. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys. Who says that LeBron and Giannis aren't on HGH right now? Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's another argument to it. But for, to me, the AL record for home runs is significant to me just because of the long history of baseball. It's kind of coincidental and peculiar that the only players to ever break the records on the American League side are the Yankees players. It's kind of it's kind of interesting, and as a historian, so to speak, self-proclaimed, I think that's pretty interesting. But I just think that this is all um, oriented from the Yankees. The Yankees are trying to drum up all this marketing, all this fanfare, all this love for Aaron Judge so that somehow they can give him a hometown discount and somehow they can try to hope that he stays because of all the fanfare and all the love fest that he was getting. And I really think that the Yankees, the Yes Network machine, has uh, infiltrated ESPN and stuff like that to try and get them to market this so that Aaron Judge could somehow take a hometown discount with the Yankees. That is a good call. I wonder if they just marketed it as the all-time Yankees single-season home run record. It would get the same amount of attention as framing it as the American League home run record. And appreciate the call, Leo. You're right. Because whether it's Babe Ruth or it's Roger Maris or now Aaron Judge, you just say breaking. I think the Yankees' name in and of itself would have been enough to push this TV narrative about the significance of the record. But, man, we're, t we're pretzel twisting if we're going American League home run record. I mean, stop. I think it might bring more. Yeah, actually. maybe. Because if you're a casual, you don't even know what the AL is. Like, you don't know what the opposite of it is. You don't know it's the National League. But you hear Yankees, and then you're like, oh, I know Yankees. And I think it might, you know, pay more dividends if you use Yankees instead of American League. Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? And if so, why is it significant to you? I just want to hear, over the last couple of weeks, how have you consumed this? Have you been transfixed by the cut-ins into college football? Have you been transfixed with the at-bats of Aaron Judge? Have you been caught up in this chase? Or have you just rolled your eyes the entire time? Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? And if so, why is it significant to you? 888-760-3776. 888 -760 760-3776. Again, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. He's Stone Labanowitz. Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Lavica. Lavica 2026 on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Stone, who has the seventh most touchdown passes all time in a career in the NFL? At least give me a hint. No. That's, that's not easy. Um, you get three guesses. 
Brett Favre. Incorrect. Want to guess again? God, um, give me his number. 13. Dan the man. Dan the man. Come on, baby. Now, here's a new one. So Aaron Judge, seventh most home runs single season in baseball history last night. 62. <laughs> Let the celebration begin. American League home run king. The authentic home run king. Uh-huh. Now, NFL passing touchdown single season leaders. Who has the seventh most single season touchdown passes all time in a single season? Matthew Stafford. No. Think the Bayou. <laughs> I don't know. Purdue. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. He had 46 in 2011 for the Saints. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Judge is the Drew Brees. Oh, God. Of re- baseball. You just killed my whole mood because that's exactly what he's he is. He's the Drew Brees of baseball. He's the Drew Brees and of baseball. I don't remember cut-ins. I don't remember cut-ins on different networks when Drew Brees was going for touchdown pass number 46. Where do you stand on the cutting into college football games? You can go it's, first. I mean, honestly, it's fine. Like, it I, is I, fine. It's, it's really. Listen, listen. It's Tulane, Houston. It's second and seven, right? right? They're running inside zone. People, relax. Breathe. Everybody wants a reason to be all upset. They still had, like, picture in picture, right? It was a double screen. It's not like like you couldn't see what was happening. They were just showing Aaron Judges at bat. Like, honestly... I thought it was fine. I think I thought it was a reason for people to whine and complain. Well, I don't care about Aaron Judge. Well, guess what? I don't care about Houston and Tulane, and I'm still watching it. And you know what? I'll take a little side of Judge before we get back to, to watching a half-empty stadium. No doubt. You're exactly right. I'm glad you said that because the running back who got the ball handed off to him, whose right. name none of us know, right. who picked up four yards and then the incomplete pass on the third down. Sorry. Sorry. No, let's pay attention to Aaron Judge. This is history, people. Like, who cares? Who cares? Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. But, you know, it's just it's a reason to complain. And we bag on ESPN an awful lot, but that was not a reason to bag on ESPN at all, even if the Aaron Judge uh, home run race was largely an ESPN manifestation. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Well, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sport Sports Medicine Care. Visit BaptistHealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting BaptistHealth.net slash ortho. Aaron Judge hit 62 last night. Let's hear John Sterling one more time, WFAN, the 62nd home run for Aaron Judge against the Rangers. Here's the 1-1. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left, it is high, it is far, it is gone! Number 62 to set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger 
hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run, the most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. And the American League has been alive for 120 years. This is Judgment Day. Case closed. So again, the call is awesome, but boy, are we stretching. We're like silly putty stretching if we're going to make American League home run single season champion a thing. Like, come on. Uh, I want to read you from John Heyman, New York Post. And by the way, is Aaron Judges to you, to you, the sports fan, the baseball fan, the anti-baseball fan, I'm curious because God knows we had a lot of Aaron Judge. It's been all Aaron Judge all the time. So much so that it completely erased any of the the division races, the wildcard races in baseball, except for, well, Mets, we're not going to forget you blowing a 10-and-a-half game lead. Um, but is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? And if so, why? Why is it significant to you that Aaron Judge has hit 62, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I understand the moral high horse brigade uh, wanting to have a clean home run champion. In fact, Roger Maris's son, Roger Maris Jr., tweeted last night, Congratulations to Aaron Judge and his family on Aaron's historic home run, number 62. It has definitely been a baseball season to remember. You are all class and someone who should be revered. For the majority of the fans, we can now celebrate a new, clean home run king. But I'm not sure it is the majority of the fans. I'm not sure it is the majority of the fans. 73 is 73. And I'd like to think that baseball has evolved to a point where baseball fans... The more and more we go without bonds, at the very least, going into the Hall of Fame, the more it seems like the sport is selling itself short. The sport is willingly committing malpractice because it just wants to ignore someone who on his face was already one of the best offensive players of all time. Pretty damn good defensive player, too. But did he get caught up in a steroid scandal? Absolutely. Was he in a sport that was besieged by PEDs and steroids? Absolutely. The more that baseball arguably ignores the fact that its greatest offensive player, all-around offensive player, was, was actually the greatest, uh, they ignore his existence the more the sport's going to make itself look foolish. Every passing year is not in the Hall of Fame. Every time we do this again, if somebody approaches Aaron Judge's 62, where we say, ah, the authentic home run king, the clean home run king, they don't even acknowledge the steroid era in the Baseball Hall of Fame. That, to me, that's not a serious sport. If you cannot recognize every era of your sport, Every significant era of your sport, the ups and downs, the greatness and the trivial moments, that's a disservice to the fans, period, period. And that's why I'm having a hard time digesting Aaron Judge 62 as anything significant. Like Aaron, congrats in a contract year. As Stone said, you're about to get a blank check, brother. This is the greatest contract year performance of anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, that, that. That should actually be 
what we're talking about. That should be the significant moment in all of this is that Aaron Judge, in modern day sports, Aaron Judge has put together the single greatest contract year performance of any player in any sport that has ever lived. That's good enough for me because that's facts. That's facts right there. You ain't beating 62 home runs in a contract year and making the Yankees sweat it out in free agency. You are not beating that. That will never be touched. That's more untouchable than Barry Bonds' 73, okay? And I think we're going to get close to it with Lamar Jackson this year. And I wish they would have had somewhat of a better start, not blown these leads at home. But if but they everybody do, likes Aaron Judge. Not everybody likes Lamar Jackson. But everybody wants him to get paid. Aaron Judge is uni- – no, I don't think everybody wants him to get paid. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. If Lamar Jackson wins the Super Bowl. He's signing a blank check. Yeah, he's not, that's not judgy, though. That's not Aaron Judge-like. Aaron Judge is – again – it's a perfect storm of Yankee for Aaron Judge. This is why we're, we're fixated on 62. Why it is all over Sports Talk Radio today, all over ESPN, all over FS1, everything. It's the perfect storm of a Yankee, of a massive human being, of a good person, and someone that, for all we know, has not touched a PED in his life. Okay. It's a perfect storm of all of those. He checks all the boxes. And that's why 62 is significant. 62, historically, to me, holds no significance. Steroids, no steroids. No significance. Seventh most home runs in a single season. That ain't doing it for me. Is 62 significant? And if so, why is it significant to you? 888-760-3776. 3776. This is John Heyman, New York Post. The verdict is in, and not just from the judges' chambers out at Yankee Stadium either. Aaron Judge, who hit his historic 62nd home run Tuesday night, is now the rightful record holder of the single season record. Move over Roger Maris, whose 61 home runs in 1961 should have been viewed as the real record for the last 24 years, as well as the previous 37. It surely would have been if not for three enhanced National League sluggers who decided the game, the system, by loading up on the best stuff. Victor Conti and other assorted aiders, abettors, mad scientists, and crooked trainers had to offer. I get it. A lot of fans want to believe in their heroes. They either don't want to think they wasted their time following the great home run chase in 98 and 01, or they love numbers so much they accept them as fact when some of them are quite obviously fugazi. As legit as a street corner three-card Monty game. Nice dated reference, John. Technically, MLB still recognizes Barry Bonds as the record holder, and that's not about to change. But we know better. Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa changed the equation by loading up on the good stuff, transforming their bodies and tilting the game so far in their favor that they became superhuman almost overnight. Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa get to keep their undeserved trophies and their ill-gotten extra loot, but anyone who truly believes they merit their records, too, must see Danny Almonte as a great little leaguer, Lance Armstrong as the best bicyclist, and Tanya Harding as a deserving Olympian. Fine. But guess what? Figure skating doesn't do. They don't ignore the fact that Tanya Harding existed. Cycling? They're forced to acknowledge (laughs) that Lance Armstrong won all the Tour de France's that he did by stripping him yep. of those Tour de France's. What baseball tries to do, ah, oh, you didn't see anything in 2001. Barry Bonds didn't hit 73. Uh, the, uh, authentic home run king. Or at least baseball media. 
the holier-than-thou baseball media will do that. Baseball is not perfect. It has never been perfect, whether it's race, whether it is competitive balance, whether it is monetary, or whether it is performance-enhancing. Baseball has never been perfect. And the fact that some baseball fans, and especially baseball writers, baseball writers are the biggest offenders of this, want to continue to try and perpetuate that baseball is perfect and elevate someone like Aaron Judge, who he might be perfect. He seems like he's the perfect, pure package. But not acknowledge a significant part of baseball's history, that does the fans a disservice. An absolute disservice, and it turns people like me off to the sport. And it should turn you off as well. Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? If so, why is it significant to you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's still on the band. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone Lebanowitz is a man of the people. He's a man that people want to see. They want to hear. They want to touch. And he will be amongst the masses, courtesy of Bud Lights. Don't tell him about it. That's right, everybody. Come out and touch me and use your skills to compete in the Bud Light football. Face off, win a Bud Light Ultimate tailgate package, including a cooler of your choice, a lot of beer, free beer, a Bluetooth speaker, Bud Light tailgate power system, and more. Thursday, October 6th at AJ's American Grill in Lake Worth from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Come play games, drink beer, watch football, but you must be 21. For official rules, visit ESPNWestPalmContest.com. And this is all brought to you by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to drink responsibly. Bet! Mike G on Twitter. 73 is not 73 if you paid attention to Balco. I'm sorry, but there are those of us who don't accept cheaters. I'm glad baseball is ignoring Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa. Some of us were old enough to remember the 70s and 80s when players struggled to hit 30. 44 was huge. Not buying it. That's fine. Stand your ground, boss. That's fine, but it's not Barry Bonds' fault. It's not Barry (laughs) Bonds' fault. It's not Mark McGuire's fault. It's not Sammy Sosa's fault that baseball had no oversight over PEDs. And in a sport where millions of dollars are at risk, when millions of dollars, more appropriately, are at stake, then you get a competitive advantage, especially... When there were plenty of players prior to them, they were getting a competitive advantage, okay? They're just trying to to keep an equal playing field. I'm not defending the behavior. Fine, even though when I run for governor in 2026, my platform is going to be all athletes can take steroids. Again, look out, DeSantis. You want a free state of Florida? I'm coming to make your state more free than how free you've made this state. Steroids for all athletes. May even provide them. The sports will be better if everybody's on steroids. But McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, all of those things. And the 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 red flags were there in the late 80s. And they were there in the early 90s when guys are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And guess what baseball did? Oh, don't see anything. Nothing to see here. Oh, people like home runs? Oh, that means more money for us. That's a good thing. Thumbs up. Bud Selig, oh, give me all the cash. Give me all the money. Baseball did this to itself. 
Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, they aren't scourges on the game. They're byproducts of the sport, completely ignoring PEDs until, and we talked about this yesterday with the Dolphins and Tua. Tua's not going to play until November because the court of public opinion is not going to allow him to do it. And for baseball, the court of public opinion was not going to allow them to go forth until they scolded, until they made an example of Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, until they were trotted before Congress, Roger Clemens, to get a scolding from John McCain. They appeased the masses. That's what happened. It's not Sosa, McGuire, Bonds' fault that baseball loved home runs so much that they had a new kind of baseball. They juiced baseball. Okay? Not their fault. Not their fault. Baseball did it. (laughs) Not those three. Okay? And you can be down on the cheaters of the sport, but just understand, there's a good chance a majority of baseball players were cheaters, and the cheaters were just cheating to even the playing field with other cheaters. That's easy. That's easy. That's facts. Aaron Judge's 62 is a spectacular achievement because that guy is a gr- he appears to be a great human being. But it's also the seventh most home runs in baseball history. I ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. We ain't giving Drew Brees his flowers. No. Ken's in Royal Palm. Ken is on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, other Ken. How you doing, Ken number one? <laughs> hey, you can be Ken number one. Come on, man. Don't sell yourself short. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Listen, I look at that home run by Judge as what it is, an American League record and a record for another Yankee. You had Ruth, you had Maris, now you have Judge. I also look at it as a monster year, triple crown hopefully coming his way, and a chance for Judge to uh, bring home a big bag. Yep. I mean, Ken, that's what it really comes down to. This is the greatest contract year performance of any athlete in the history of North American sports. And it's never going to be touched. And I feel great for him doing this. And you mentioned the Triple Crown. We haven't brought that up. He still could feasibly, and again, we don't know if he's going to play today, but he feasibly could win the Triple Crown and appreciate the call. Imagine that. Like, forget just the 62 home runs. You have a Triple Crown winner on the free agent market at the prime of his career? Good sweet Jesus. I said it earlier. The more and more you mentioned Blake Checkstone, that very well could be the case. The Atlanta Braves just walk in, slap down a check on the table, and say, "Hey, right, say, what you, you write the number, <laughs> and we're just going to sign off on it." I think okay? it's, I think it's badass. I, it, I think it is it, badass. I feel great for that guy. For sure, I feel great for him. I'm not hating on him. I feel great for him, and we get That's to laugh awesome at the Yankees, which we always try to do, but we're not able to all of the time, brother. Bet Tony's <laughs> in West Palm. Hey, Tony. What up, what up? Hey, yo, before I get into my thing, hey, yo, Stone, where were you at in Brooklyn, man? Uh, Stone, Stone, where were you? And he was answering another call real quick. Uh, where were you at oh, in Brooklyn, okay. Stone? I was, I was da- sorry, Tony, I was uh, doing my job. Uh, downtown <laughs> downtown Brooklyn. On okay, okay, Atl- I'm Atl- from downtown. Atlantic Avenue. All right, true, true. That should be a podcast, I'll tell you the truth. You might have something there, Stoney in Brooklyn. Ooh, but yo, the new Days of Samaro <laughs> right there. Let's go. I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan, so you already know there's a bias here. You know, I'm going to take the fact that I love watching, you know, I, I love seeing them cut to judge, and he's about to sure. see smack yes. it out the park. As you should. That's, that's all good. I also loved watching Sammy Sosa, McGuire, <laughs> and all them cats smack uh-huh. it out. I didn't care if they were juice, <laughs> but guess what? 
I'm still I'm also not, you know, 70, 80, 90 years old and I'm not a baseball writer and one of these purist dudes. Right. But I also think those purist dudes should take a take a step back as well because yo, I mean Babe Ruth was slurping down hot dogs and drinking Coca-Cola when Coca-Cola had cocaine all up in it. So I mean, I'm just saying and, and, and also, time, Tony, if you want to extrapolate time, it that much more, no. well, Tony, I, uh, 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 real yeah, quick, real quick, yeah. uh, if you want to extrapolate yeah, it that much more, um, there was uh, there was an entire league formed because great baseball players who happen to have color in their skin uh, weren't allowed to throw pitches to Babe Ruth. So you can make the argument yeah, we, Babe Ruth wasn't facing the superior talent, the best talent in there baseball. There we go. There we go also. But at the end of the day, Ken... Uh, I, I subscribe to the Book of Sonny, and the Book of Sonny comes from the Bronx Tale. So if you know the movie, you already know what time it is. We're talking about Aaron Judge 62. Mm-hmm. That's what you're worried about? Does, you know, Judge makes like about, he's going to be making like you know, 200, 300 million in a minute. Uh-huh. If your parents can't pay the bills, let's go see if Judge turns on your, your, your electricity. <laughs> right, yeah. Peace, y'all. All right. Appreciate you, Tony. Appreciate you. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. ESPN 106.3 WUUB Jupiter. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. I'll buy us a couple of minutes here. Uh, where, uh, let's see, where else are we uh, going here, Stone? We're going up to the Sunny Stewart. That's where Dominic's at. Dominic in Stewart. Hey, Dom. Hey, how you doing? Long-time Braves fan here. So, Uh-oh. first of all, the whole- yeah, congrats, yeah. congrats, so, by the way, on, on not only yeah. the division, but Aaron Judge. Yeah, well, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was I grew up in a time where Del Murphy played. Everybody knows he didn't take steroids. If he did take steroids, he would have been a Hall of Famer. So, for somebody to take that spot, you know, Barry Bonds in his prime was hitting 30 home runs in his prime. All of a sudden, at 35, he jacked 73 out. That can't be right. That's not right. That's not right. You know, Mark McGuire was on the downside of his career. All of a sudden, he hit 60-something. Sammy Sosa was nobody, then he hit 66. Now, I understand your argument with baseball. They should have overlooked that. Mm-hmm. But to me, there's, 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 you decided to take the steroids. So you and, uh, you, you know, your career by taking steroids was increased. Your home run total for your career was increased. Roger Clemens got the pitch when he was 40 years old. But the downside of that, you can't be in the Hall of Fame. Simple as that. Wow. Because you did it. Now, did other people do it? Yeah. But, you know, it's like, it's like, the, it's like the speeding ticket. Everybody speeds, but only one guy gets pulled over. <laughs> that's, that's their problem, right? Yeah, I just I feel like baseball hurts itself by not acknowledging that, yeah, this happened. And this was a big, viable portion of our sport that we made a ton of money off of and because it wasn't convenient in the court of public opinion now we're going to turn our back to it and we are going to try and make alternate records like the american league home run king and appreciate the call that are going to provide our authentic feel good uh fuzzy wuzzy champion of home run hitting as opposed to big mean nasty barry bond all right. Well, first of all, I appreciate Dom from Stewart com- and, uh, coming quick, in, coming in hot. Uh, and real quick, real quick, I just want to make sure. Me as a White Sox fan, if we are indeed going to erase all of the steroid era hitters, then guess who the greatest of all time is? Oh, Frank Thomas. Okay. So as long as you're willing to acknowledge that Frank Thomas is the best offensive player in the history of baseball, unless you're willing to do that, then I don't want to hear it. All right. <laughs> now go ahead. I'm sorry. First of all, all of Dom's analogies were on point, and I, I mention it plenty on the show that I'm only 24 years old. Who was going to tell me that Barry Bonds in his prime 
was only sending 35 homers the distance. And then mm-hmm. on the you know downslope, I don't know my English class what that uh you know you go to the climax and then you go to the you know whenever you're going downhill. This is going a really good analogy you're throwing. <laughs> well, there right well now. Dom stole all the good ones. <laughs> Nobody was going to tell me he only hit 35 in his prime. And then he juices up and his hits, Pirates hits. Prime, yes, 35 was, and that was prolific by this, by the the mid the early 90s standards. This yes. is BS. Then 35 in his prime with no juice, juices up, goes 73. But, but Stone, that, that that is the biggest not, asterisk I've ever heard. What of. you're not accounting for is it's not like he on an island was the only one that was spiking. Brady Anderson had 50 home runs in a year. A nondescript center fielder for the Baltimore Orioles, Brady Anderson, hit 50 in a year, okay? So it's not like he was sitting by himself and everybody stayed at 25 to 35 and he shot up to 73. He did, though. He, he was the best of what was a an absolutely astronomical rise in offensive production, okay? I mean, okay, okay. 35, go in this. I mean, it, it, that's tough for me to for me to hear and me to swallow. That that we're gonna say this guy's seventh but on the list when this guy was only hitting thirty five. Also, when his when his prime was thirty five, you were still in the era of massive ballparks of the generic football and baseball shared stadiums. <laughs> okay, it was much harder. And again, this is me just giving additional context. It is to something that yes. PEDs absolutely made a difference. Juiced baseballs absolutely made a difference. Again, baseball's trying to market itself after the strike. They want long balls. They had a marketing campaign. Chicks dig the long ball. Home runs saved the sport. They did everything they could to cater to these people, including, oh, uh, there's a needle sticking out of your butt. Nothing to see here. They altered the baseballs to help them launch, okay? But Barry Bonds was at 35 before Denver had a baseball team. Before Philadelphia had a new hitter-friendly park. Before Pittsburgh had a new hitter-friendly yeah. park. Okay? Before Camden Yards was built. Hitter-friendly. Okay? So all I'm saying is that there's more that goes into this than just the PEDs. All right. We're super late. Super, super, super late because I am terrible at managing a clock. We have a lot to do. Stone it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Garen Judge is, again, it's a perfect storm of Yankee. For Aaron Judge, this is why we're we're fixated on 62. Why it is all over Sports Talk Radio today, all over ESPN, all over FS1, everything. It's the perfect storm of a Yankee, of a massive human being, of a good person, and someone that, for all we know, has not touched a PED in his life. Okay? It's a perfect storm of all of those. He checks all the boxes. And that's why 62 is significant. 62, historically, to me, holds no significance. Steroids, no steroids. No significance. Seventh most home runs in a single season. That ain't doing it for me. Is 62 significant? And if so, why is it significant to you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. This is John Heyman, New York Post. The verdict is in, and not just from the judges' chambers out at Yankee Stadium either. Aaron Judge, who hit his historic 62nd home run Tuesday night, is now the rightful record holder of the single-season record. Move over Roger Maris, whose 61 home runs in 1961 should have been viewed as the real record for the last 24 years, as well as the previous 37. 
Blah. It surely would have been if not for three enhanced National League sluggers who decided the game, the system, by loading up on the best stuff. Victor Conti and other assorted aiders, abettors, mad scientists, and crooked trainers had to offer. I get it. A lot of fans want to believe in their heroes. They either don't want to think they wasted their time following the great home run chase in 98 and 01, or they love numbers so much they accept them as fact when some of them are quite obviously fugazi. As legit as a street corner three-card Monty game. Nice dated reference, John. Technically, MLB still recognizes Barry Bonds as the record holder, and that's not about to change. But we know better. Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa changed the equation by loading up on the good stuff transforming their bodies and tilting the game so far in their favor that they became superhuman almost overnight. Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa get to keep their undeserved trophies and their ill-gotten extra loot, but anyone who truly believes they merit their records, too, must see Danny Almonte as a great little leaguer, Lance Armstrong as the best bicyclist, and Tanya Harding as a deserving Olympian. Fine. But guess what figure skating doesn't do? They don't ignore the fact that Tanya Harding existed. Cycling, they're forced to acknowledge (laughs) that Lance Armstrong won all the Tour de France's that he did by stripping him of those Tour de France's. What baseball tries to do, ah, you didn't see anything in 2001. Barry Bonds didn't hit 73. Uh, Authentic home run king. Or at least baseball media. The holier-than-thou baseball media will do that. Baseball is not perfect. It has never been perfect, whether it's race, whether it is competitive balance, whether it is monetary, or whether it is performance enhancing. Baseball has never been perfect. And the fact that some baseball fans, and especially baseball writers, baseball writers are the biggest offenders of this, want to continue to try and perpetuate that baseball is perfect and elevate someone like Aaron Judge, who he might be perfect. He seems like he's the perfect, pure package. But not acknowledge a significant part of baseball's history, that does the fans a disservice. An absolute disservice, and it turns people like me off to the sport. And it should turn you off as well. Is Aaron Judge's 62 significant? If so, why is it significant to you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's still on the band. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone Lebanowitz is a man of the people. He's a man that people want to see. They want to hear. They want to touch. And he will be amongst the masses, courtesy of Bud Lights. Don't tell him about it. That's right, everybody. Come out and touch me and use your skills to compete in the Bud Light football. Face off when a Bud Light Ultimate tailgate package, including a cooler of your choice, a lot of beer, free beer, a Bluetooth speaker, Bud Light tailgate power system, and more. Thursday, October 6th at AJ's American Grill in Lake Worth from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Come play games, drink beer, watch football, but you must be 21. For official rules, visit ESPNWestPalmContest.com. And this is all brought to you by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to drink responsibly. Bet. Mike G on Twitter 
73 is not 73 if you paid attention to Balco. I'm sorry, but there are those of us who don't accept cheaters. I'm glad baseball is ignoring Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa. Some of us were old enough to remember the 70s and 80s when players struggled to hit 30. 44 was huge. Not buying it. That's fine. Stand your ground, boss. That's fine. But it's not Barry Bonds' fault. It's not Barry Bonds' fault. It's not Mark McGuire's fault. It's not Sammy Sosa's fault that baseball had no oversight over PEDs. And in a sport where millions of dollars are at risk, when millions of dollars, more appropriately, are at stake, then you get a competitive advantage. Especially when there were plenty of players prior to them, they were getting a competitive advantage. Okay? They're just trying to, to keep an equal playing field. I'm not defending the behavior. Fine, even though when I run for governor in 2026, my platform is going to be all athletes can take steroids. Again, look out, DeSantis. You want a free state of Florida? I'm coming to make your state more free than how free you've made this state. Steroids for all athletes. May even provide them. The sports will be better if everybody's on steroids. But McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, all of those things. And the, the, the red flags were there in the late 80s. And they were there in the early 90s when guys were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And guess what baseball did? Oh, don't see anything. Nothing to see here. Oh, people like home runs? Oh, that means more money for us. That's a good thing. Thumbs up. Bud Selig? Oh, give me all the cash. Give me all the money. Baseball did this to itself. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa... They aren't scourges on the game. They're byproducts of the sport completely ignoring PEDs until, and we talked about this yesterday with the Dolphins and Tua. Tua's not going to play until November because the court of public opinion is not going to allow him to do it. And for baseball, the court of public opinion was not going to allow them to go forth until they scolded, until they made an example of Barry Bonds. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, until they were trotted before Congress. Roger Clemens to get a scolding from John McCain. They appeased the masses. That's what happened. It's not Sosa, McGuire, Bond's fault that baseball loved home runs so much that they had a new kind of baseball. They juiced baseball. Okay? Not their fault. Not their fault. Baseball did it. (laughs) Not those three. Okay? And you can be down on the cheaters of the sport, But just to understand, there's a good chance a majority of baseball players were cheaters, and the cheaters were just cheating to even the playing field with other cheaters. That's easy. That's easy. That's facts. Aaron Judge's 62 is a spectacular achievement because that guy is a he appears to be a great human being. But it's also the seventh most home runs in baseball history. I ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. We ain't giving Drew Brees his flowers. No. Ken's in Royal Palm. Ken is on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, other Ken. How you doing, Ken number one? <laughs> hey, you can be Ken number one. Come on, man. Don't sell yourself short. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Listen, I look at that home run by Judge as what it is, an American League record and a record for another Yankee. You had Ruth, you had Maris, <laughs> right. now you have Judge. I also look at it as a monster year Triple crown, hopefully, coming his way. Yeah. And a chance for Judge to uh, bring home a big bag. Yep. I mean, Ken, that's what it really comes down to. This is 
the greatest contract year performance of any athlete in the history of North American sports. And it's never going to be touched. And I feel great for him doing this. And you mentioned the Triple Crown. We haven't brought that up. He still could feasibly, and again, we don't know if he's going to play today, but he feasibly could win the Triple Crown and appreciate the call. Imagine that. Like, forget just the 62 home runs. You have a Triple Crown winner on the free agent market at the prime of his career? Good sweet Jesus. I said it earlier. The more and more you mention Blake Checkstone, that very well could be the case. The Atlanta Braves just walk in, slap down a check on the table, and say, hey, right, so what you, you want write the it. number, <laughs> and we're just going to sign off on it. I think, okay? it's, I think it's badass. I, it, I think it is it, badass. I feel great for that guy. For sure. I feel great for him. I'm not hating on him. I feel great for him. And we get That's to laugh awesome. at the Yankees, which we always try to do, but we're not able to all of the time. Brother? Bet. Tony's in West Palm. Hey, Tone. What up, what up? Hey, yo, before I get into my thing, hey, yo, Stone, where were you at in Brooklyn, man? Uh, Stone, Stone, where were you? And he was answering another call real quick. Uh, where were you at oh, in okay. Brooklyn, Stone? I Tony. Was, I was da- sorry, Tony, I was uh, doing my job. Uh, downtown, <laughs> downtown Brooklyn. On okay, okay, Atla- I'm from downtown. Atlantic Avenue. All right, true, true. That should be a podcast. I'll tell you the truth. You might have something there. Stony in Brooklyn. Ooh, but yo, the new days of Romero right there. I'm, Let's go. I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan, so you already know there's a bias here. You know, I'm going to take the fact that I love watching, you know, I, I love seeing them cut to judge, and he's about to sure. see, smack yes. it out the park. As you should. That's, that's all good. I also loved watching Sammy Sosa, McGuire, <laughs> and all them cats smack uh-huh. it out. I didn't care if they were Jews, <laughs> but guess what? I'm st- I'm also not, you know, 70, 80, 90 years old, and I'm not a baseball writer and one of these purist dudes. Right. But I also think those purist dudes should take a take a step back as well because, yo, I mean, Babe Ruth was slurping down hot dogs and drinking Coca-Cola when Coca-Cola had cocaine all up in it. So, I mean, I'm just saying. And, and, and at also, the same time, Tony, if you want to extrapolate it that much more, no. Well, Tony, I, uh, uh, real yeah. quick, real quick. Yeah. Uh, if you want to extrapolate yeah, it that much more um, – there was uh, there was an entire league formed because great baseball players who happen to have color in their skin uh, weren't allowed to throw pitches to Babe Ruth. So you can make the argument we, Babe Ruth wasn't facing the superior talent, the best talent in there baseball. There we go. There we go also. But at the end of the day, Ken, uh, I, I subscribe to the Book of Sonny. And the Book of Sonny comes from the Bronx Tale. So if you know the movie, you already know what time it is. We're talking about Aaron Judge 62. Mm-hmm. That's what you're worried about? Does you know Judge makes like about he's gonna be making like you know two hundred three hundred million in a minute? Uh-huh. If your parents can't pay the bills, let's go see if Judge turns on your your, your electricity. <laughs> right? Yeah. And peace, y'all. All right. Appreciate All you, right. Tony. Appreciate you. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. ESPN one zero six three WUUB Jupiter. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN one zero six three. I'll buy us a couple of minutes here. Uh, where? Uh, let's see. Where else are we uh, going here, Stone? We're going up to the Sunny Stewart. That's where Dominic's at. Dominic in Stewart. Hey, Dom. Hey, how you doing? Long-time Braves fan here. So, Uh-oh. first of all, the whole- congrats, yeah, yeah. congrats so, by guys- the way, on, on not only yeah. the division but Aaron Judge. Yeah, well, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was I grew up in a time where Del Murphy played. Everybody oh. knows he didn't take steroids. If he did take steroids, he would have been a Hall of Famer. So, for somebody to take that spot, you know, Barry Bonds in his prime was hitting 30 home runs in his prime. All of a sudden, at 35, he jacked 73 out. That can't be right. That's not right. 
that's not right. You know, Mark McGuire was on the downside of his career. All of a sudden, he hit 60-something. Sammy Sosa was nobody, then he hit 66. Now, I understand your argument with baseball. They should have overlooked that. Mm-hmm. But to me, there's, 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 you decided to take the steroids. So you and, uh, you, you know, your career by taking steroids was increased. Your home run total for your career was increased. Roger Clemens got the pitch when he was 40 years old. But the downside to that, you can't be in the Hall of Fame. Simple as that. Wow. Because you did it. Now, did other people do it? Yeah. But, you know, it's like, it's, like the, it's like the speeding ticket. Everybody speeds, but only one guy gets pulled over. <laughs> that's, that's their problem, right? Yeah, I just I feel like baseball hurts itself by not acknowledging that, yeah, this happened. And this was a big, viable portion of our sport that we made a ton of money off of and because it wasn't convenient in the court of public opinion now we're going to turn our back to it and we are going to try and make alternate records like the american league home run king and appreciate the call that are going to provide our authentic feel good uh fuzzy wuzzy champion of home run hitting as opposed to big mean nasty barry bond all right. Well, first of all, I appreciate Dom from Stewart com- and, uh, coming in, coming in hot. Oh, and real quick, real quick, I just want to make sure. Me as a White Sox fan, if we are indeed going to erase all of the steroid era hitters, then guess who the greatest of all time is? Oh, Frank Thomas. Okay. So as long as you're willing to acknowledge that Frank Thomas is the best offensive player in the history of baseball, unless you're willing to do that, then I don't want to hear it. All right. Now go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> First of all, all of Dom's analogies were on point, and I, I mention it plenty on the show that I'm only 24 years old. Who was going to tell me that Barry Bonds in his prime was only sending 35 homers the distance? And then mm-hmm. on the you know downslope, I don't know my English class what that uh. You know, you go to the climax, and then you go to the, you know, whenever you're going downhill. This is going a really good analogy you're throwing out <laughs> Well, right well Dom stole all the good ones. <laughs> Nobody was going to tell me he only hit 35 in his prime, and then he juices up and his hits. His Pirates hits. prime, yes, 35 was, and that was prolific by, this, by the, the, mid, the early 90s standards. This yes. is BS then. 35 in his prime with no juice. Juices up, goes 73. But, but Stone, that, that, that is the biggest not, asterisk I've ever heard what of. What you're not accounting for is it's not like he on an island was the only one that was spiking. Brady Anderson had 50 home runs in a year. A nondescript center fielder for the Baltimore Orioles, Brady Anderson hit 50 in a year. Okay? So it's not like he was sitting by himself and everybody stayed at 25 to 35 and he shot up to 73. He did, though. He, he was the best of what was a, an absolutely astronomical rise in offensive production. Okay? I mean, okay. Okay. 35. Go in this, I mean, it, it, that's tough for me, to, for me to hear and me to swallow. That, that we're going to say this guy's seventh but on the list when this guy was only hitting 35. Also, when his, when his prime was 35, you were still in the era of massive ballparks, of the generic football and baseball shared stadiums, <laughs> okay? It was much harder. And again, this is me just giving additional context it is. to something that, yes, PEDs absolutely made a difference. Juiced baseballs absolutely made a difference. Again, baseball's trying to market itself after the strike. They want long balls. They had a marketing campaign. Chicks dig the long ball. Home runs saved the sport. They did everything they could to cater to these people, including, oh, uh, there's a needle sticking out of your butt. Nothing to see here. (laughs) They altered the baseballs to help them launch, okay? But Barry Bonds was at 35 before Denver had a baseball team. 
before Philadelphia had a new hitter-friendly park, before Pittsburgh had a new hitter-friendly yeah. park, okay, before Camden Yards was built, hitter-friendly, okay? So all I'm saying is that there's more that goes into this than just the PEDs. All right, we're super late, super, super, super late because I am terrible at managing a clock. We have a lot to do. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.